And welcome back to WTF and Von Adil. You know I'm born to lose and gamble ones for fools, but that's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live forever. With Spicy and... The Fox Danger. And today, we're going to be talking about what everyone else is talking about. Job mastery. And of course, everything else that's not job mastery. Yeah, I think everyone is. I was actually perusing the YouTubes and I didn't really see anyone talking about this particular content. Well, what needs to happen is people need to make uh, posts and tell other people how to do stuff and then tell <laughs> the link show people and Discord people all the stuff about it. And then when they had that information, they'll put it together and go try to make a, a video or something. And then everyone will be like, oh, did you see this person? No, no, I didn't see it. I think it needs a video. Yeah. It's the most ridiculous thing. Just just read about it. Like It's pretty straightforward. But yeah, we are going to talk about that for sure and um, some other stuff as well. But that is the happening item at the moment. So how you doing, Fox? Uh, I am doing pretty good. Uh, since the last time we talked, I actually finished my Carmen Han, which is nice. So now I get to be a full Rima Bard and do full Rima Bard things where I play only full Rima Bard and not other and no other jobs. I, I joke, but um, that typically does happen to people. Um, other than that, uh, I was just super excited about these updates that have come out. Um, I think they're mostly positive for the game. Um, I had recently hurt my back, though, and like in my real life news, uh, apparently, you know, you shouldn't like lift really heavy countertops improperly. And I got to find out firsthand why not to. So that fucked me up for like a week with with the knees, Fox, with the knees. Well, it was already like at waist level, so there wasn't any reason to lift it off the ground. Well, now that your mastery is up, you'll have sub monk kick attacks. And what you should have done is just sub monk for that shit. So, yeah, with my, with my one good leg. <laughs> well, you only use one leg to kick. It's true. I might as well make it the useless one, right? <laughs> just flail it around like a, uh, I don't know, what, what flails around. My leg. <laughs> like a, That's good. I don't know. I didn't have anything in the tank there. Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, like in-game though, we've just been doing normal stuff, like as a group, just going through killing Odyssey bosses, because... We need content to match all the shit that's coming out, but I guess we'll talk about that later, too. Um, but that's about it for me, man. How, how have you been doing? Uh, I've been good. Today, I... Well, I, I've been a lot of things. Today, I have a hopefully not punishing beer. Uh, I, I have some, some suppositions here, but I have Atomic Pumpkin, and instead of special release, it has special crust on it has spicy over it. So this is a uh, spicy release here. Oh, is it providing a spicy release? Yes, yes. It is an ale with um, cinnamon. What else we got here? Pumpkin, ooh, cinnamon, and chilies. See, the chilies is new. Um, once upon a time when I distributed New Belgium, uh, I used to sell that to places. Uh, they had, like, the pumpkin ale, but they did not have any that involved, like, any kind of, like, weird spices and shit. So that's brand new. I've never even heard of that. Name. It is spicy. Uh, I mean, I've had this prior when they used habanero, and that was a lot more spicy. But it seems like they've toned it down to give some more balance here with the chilies. But it is still a, uh, it is, you know, it's it's different in the fact that pumpkin beer sucks. And I wanted something. <laughs> it does. It fucking it's sucks. like you're sucking on a penny, right? I don't know about a penny. but yeah, it's like copper, dude. Tastes like straight copper. It's like sucking on something. Uh, extreme coffee. I've never been a, I've never been a huge fan. Like I like pumpkin in like coffee and shit, but I don't like it in beer. It's just strange. 
I like pumpkin when it is on my plate and I am eating it because it is a food that is actually rather delicious. But I do not like um, what is called pumpkin in America, where you go and get something that has artificial pumpkin in it and lots of sugar and cinnamon, of course. And that is not that is not pumpkin. That is sugar. Yeah, it sounds like you're describing like most pies I eat at holiday time. I like pumpkin pie that is just made not with a lot of sugar because I want pumpkin. I like yeah, where, where it tastes more like squash. Uh, yeah, I'm a big, um, like, you know, I love butternut squash. I fucking love it. And I like spaghetti squash and acorn. I, I like squash. That is, you know, yeah. yellow squash, okay. You roast it or something, balsamic, whatever. Balsamic and everything, as we know. Uh, but just, you know, I'm a big squash guy. And now it's the season for squash still. So it's, you know, yay for me. You can actually, like, one of my favorite things is like having an acorn squash and then like uh, putting uh, butter, uh, maple syrup, and brown sugar in it and just baking that. It's real good. So in other news, I uh, quit my job. <laughs> Again? <laughs> Again. Uh, so I had been, yeah. Uh, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. You know, it's what I do. I excel in this. And uh, It's quitting. I had been with them for almost four years, so it's it's not like not like it's new. So, you know, twice in one year for you know two different forms of employment. I don't talk about what I do, and I don't give people personal details if I can help it. So that's need to know. Is I yeah, quit my job. That's why I never ask. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, you know, I, I'll tell people a lot of things, but I like to keep some sort of uh, veil of of secrecy between me and everyone listening. So I'll say a lot, but not that. And I won't do that. So I did it in my, you know, dramatic fashion, of course. So it's some bullshit thing when they give out trinkets as they do to employees, because what keeps you happier uh, than a couple of Chinese trinkets you didn't want in the first place? So they were, you know, uh, part of it was one time we got a deck of cards and other stupid shit, but it was like matches, deck of cards. It's like, cool, that's uh, that's exactly what we want. Thank you uh, for for that, you know, demonstration. And, and and information. I, I really enjoyed the uh, the seminar. That's great. Thank you for the deck of cards. I can remember it by. But you know, it's it's, it's absolute garbage. Why would you keep that? So I kept the deck of cards for I don't know how long. <laughs> Why would you keep that? But I kept it. I kept the deck of cards. I I took the matches because you never know. I, I live in Jersey, and you know the wind blows and the power goes out because we pay all the money for electric, and the electric companies don't fix the infrastructure and just pocket it. So yeah, corruption. Oh, so it's not just me. Oh, okay. oh, it's it's particularly bad here. Um, it's it's just really bad. It's older and it's worse. And New Jersey's known for corruption. So all all fucking power companies are monopolies anyway, and we don't bust that shit up. Yeah, sorry, Texas. I mean, I get that it's not the it's not the podcast for that, but damn, <laughs> that that really that really fucking rubs me the wrong. It's way. It's an essential service that's crucial infrastructure that you know is life or death. So it's kind of silly that that's you know. Capitalism, but nonetheless, uh, so when I went to quit, I made sure you know you know got to feel the gravity of the situation. So I make sure I'm carrying these cards in my 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 dress pants pocket. <laughs> I'm carrying these cards bulging out of so my pocket. Cargo short. No, I don't. I heard cargo shorts. I do not wear cargo shorts. <laughs> I have a pair of cargo shorts, but they are not for work. Um, but so yes, I have. Cards bulging out of my pocket, or am I just happy to see you? Ha ha ha. So, you know, when I finally decide it's time, I'm just going to go in and do it. Because, you know, do I want to quit? Yeah, I want to quit. When do I want to quit? Eh, you know. But you got to, you know, part of it is a 
I recognize the psychology behind the anxiety that will come to you as you're going to do something that's significant like that. So you have to, it's, it's part of, you know, breaking down that whole thing. So when you go to do it, you don't have any, not just reservations, but so that you can be more steadfast and make sure that you are, you know, delivering the message that you want to deliver more effectively and it doesn't go astray from the way you've thought of it. So I go in and uh, to the office of, well, you know, of the individual and I say, you know, I go, remember this deck of cards? And they're like, huh? And I'm like, you know, remember we got it doing this thing that they go, oh yeah, yeah, that. And I go, oh, I kept it because, you know, so do you play poker? Because I'm not very big on games myself. <laughs> and I take out, I go, you get one guess at the, I pull out the cards and I pull out, you know, I set four cards aside in there. So I have a, a hand ready. And I go, you get one guess at my hand. And they're like, I, I don't know. And then I throw it down in their desk and I go, that's aces and eights. And that's the dead man's hand. That means my time's up and this is my two weeks. <laughs> and... <laughs> And they they don't know what's going on at this point. They just don't. They're like, they they didn't yeah, understand. They're, they're probably used to an email with a subject line. Yeah, yes, a lot of emails. Just sit there and ignore it all. All the problems. Let's ignore it and do your emails. Uh, yeah. a lot of problems. So you know that was that was good. They didn't think I was quitting. <laughs> so they just start talking to me about what movies they like and what not related to like. I'm like. Okay, I wasn't big on Reservoir Dogs myself, and I'm just sitting there. I'm thinking, what is going on right now? I I just told them I'm quitting. What is what is what is this? And they go, well, I think I'm gonna go to lunch now. You know, before you know someone gets mad or something that nothing's getting done. And I go, people gonna get mad that I just get my two weeks though. He's like, oh, I didn't think you were serious. And I go, I did <laughs> say this is my two weeks, and I literally said it to that. I'm serious. <laughs> I literally said that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So that's good. The, you know, this is this is why we quit jobs. So yes, everyone who wants to quit, go quit your job. There, there's bigger and better things out there. Just go find them. I mean, probably find there's them a lot first. Of hiring but, going on right now for sure. Yes, a lot of hiring. Even Carrot's doing interviews with other firms right now because her firm has lost people from COVID, and they are trying to gain other clients to make up for things. And they're you know, there's a busy season for auditing and tax and all that, and it's not now. And she's being thrown without help from people who have left. Da, 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 da. You know, when you're a senior at your firm, you don't, you don't like get or left alone with no help or in life. You don't get left alone with no help to do your shit. You're supposed to be able to delegate to people, not get thrown a new client on a rush job with no one beneath you because they can't hire anyone since COVID apparently. And, you know, because they don't want to pay. They don't, they, they know what it takes. They understand there's inflation is a thing. If you just ignore it, people will go to places that are not ignoring inflation and, you know, cost of life adjustments. You know, it's a thing. When your health insurance, your company sucks, people go other places. So she's interviewing with other firms and everything, too, because the grass is very green right now. So take the momentum, do what you want and, uh, you know, make your life better. All right. Otherwise, I, uh, I finished that stupid chart thing uh, that I had started working on forever ago, the ZNM thing. So if anyone makes a mythic, there you go. It's on the ZNM page on BG. So I, I promise I used that. Did you? Cause I carrot used it. Someone sent else on me. I was using it when it was incomplete. And actually it, I, I do use it. Um, I actually used the BG one to, to see what ZNMs I feel like killing. It was in my sandbox. Uh, well, I don't think I used your sandbox one. No, well now it's out of my sandbox. Now it's on the actual page. Well, that's good. I could have used that. 
Yeah, yeah. So that that's a nice thing. Uh, otherwise, for me, I I got my booster shot. There you go. Now you're unstoppable. Now, yeah, now I'm six G enabled. I'd go seven G if they let me. Six G. You know, first it was five G, then it was six. Is that actually a meme at this point, or are you just going with it? I don't know what goes on in the crazy world of social media. I don't have social media, so. You know. I do why. That's not masking. Like half of it is genuine. Yeah, the whatever people are, you know, if it's not JFK coming back from the dead with RF, uh, not RFK, uh, or JFK Jr. to declare presidency, or you know, if it's not all these weird things people think, then yes, you're magnetic from vaccines and uh, your DNA is altered and whatever. So all that nonsense, five G, you know, causing COVID and you know, all these nonsensical things that people on the internet have spread. So. You know, if I had to do it all over again, I would take Johnson again first because it's one dose. I'm a one appointment kind of guy. I don't want to come back in two weeks. I, I don't. I'll come back in two months. Yeah, uh, I didn't want to either. Yeah. That's why I did Johnson. So I don't care if it's not as good. It is better than absolutely nothing. And now I got Moderna as a booster. And next time I take Pfizer if I could because I want to give different exposures. I know they're both mRNA and Johnson wasn't. So it's a bigger deal to go and mix those two. But, uh, you know, it's just, it, you know, it's good. Go out there and do that. Got problems in the world. Gain superpowers. You never know, man. But yeah, thinking of reactivating um, tomorrow uh, for that. Um, I'm going to say Dynamis, but it's always Divergence, and I always get stuck with it. For the Dynamis Divergence, I might actually play with you the first time in months now. That'd be, that'd be fun. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I actually can't go to that Divergence, though. Because uh, of Odyssey. You're killing me, yeah. Fox. Well, they're not putting it on days where I can do anything about it, so... But I have actually been thinking about uh, running some stuff by the group on like how many days a week we do Odyssey, because there are like other things going on now, and I, I'm pretty sure like people want to like try other stuff, like so Shinryu, right? Regret. Well, not Shinryu. No, we don't give a shit about that anymore, honestly. <laughs> but uh, we we've actually come to the point where we have a lot of stuff from Odyssey already, like gear wise. So we don't we don't need to go super hard on it, like. Sure, it would be ideal if we completed like five of five a set at R twenty. You know that that wasn't Naomi because we rushed Naomi. But honestly, a lot of those pieces just are just kind of okay. I mean, gaining like twenty more attack for like a PDL set is kind of nice, like per piece. But honestly, a lot of times you just are so slammed with attack in situations where you are doing attack cap stuff that you're probably going to be fine anyway. I cared more about things like store TP on the uh, Gladys yeah. hands or counter on the Gladys head. Which I think you guys did your like gladies. I don't even have sheer earring and stuff, so I'm behind. So I mean, slight spoilers to what we'll be talking about later, but man, I am so glad that I did um, Galetti's mask because it's got the seven counterattack rate on it. I thought it was ten. Oh yeah, the seven. Yeah, I'm all about that that dancer being able to to cap counter rate. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to the theory yeah. crafting later. Yeah. Um. So do we want to get into it? Yeah, yeah. I guess we can start with um. <laughs> With these terrible fucking threads. Worst thread of the week. So this was made yesterday, which would be while the time you're listening to it, two days ago, because we lost our buffer episode from Fox's back. So I'll probably have to find a random guest for a buffer yeah, I episode. Was, I was in zero mood to, to to record an episode and then I got busy on uh and I'm busy going forward on the day we would normally catch up on, so it's kind of unfortunate. I told Carrot that it's like I'm married to you now because it's like Hey Fox, you want to go do it tonight? And you're like, oh my back, I can't, I can't do it with you, spicy. It's, it's really more like Carrot and I have joint custody of you. I'm sore. 
and that I only get visitation rights on the weekends. Uh, she gets so annoyed. I'm like, I'm going to do the podcast tonight. She's like, she like gives me this look. It's not like an eye roll, but it's like a, I really wish you wouldn't look. And it's like, eh, you know, too bad. That's how we do it. Keep, keep it up. I'm going to give you aces and eights. Oh, I'm sure she enjoyed that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, she, you know, I also, <laughs> I also, before anything happened to go back to one of our, uh, Kevin Smith quotes. When I walked in, I said, well, I had the deck of cards, and I said, before anything happens, you'll have to excuse me. I have a penchant for the dramatic. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know, that was kind of going through my head while you were explaining that story, too. Because I remember you sent me a message about quitting in a deck of cards, and I was like, well, that, I'm sure that was several, several paragraphs of something happening. Yep, yep. Sure. So, feels good. Uh, so, worst threat of the week here happened yesterday. Two days from now. Um, I created a FFXI NFT on auctionhouse.com by S... Oh, God, these fucking names. Essos? E-S-S-O-I-X. Essos? Essoke? Essokadick? I'm going to call him S-O-X. S-O-X? Wow, that's very... I'm just going to be as North American as possible. <laughs> Axe Cribard. Axe Cribard. Yeah, man. <laughs> Or Excabard. Pia Soksja. <laughs> so him and his fourth, or no, this is the first post he ever posted on auction house. Good for him. So he, he, what happened is he goes, because I'm bored, check it out. Add a like or not. I'm tempted to create some, some nice playing card versions, or I could just log back in game. Heart. And basically what happened is this person went into Altana Viewer, copy-pasted, and then generated an NFT and is selling the exact things from Altana Viewer on a website for like three, four dollars a pop. And that is copyright infringement, but it's also really lazy and really douchey. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to see SC sue this guy. They would send a uh, cease and desist first. I know, I know, but still. It's, you know, it's, it's ridiculous because it's just stupid. Why? I... I don't really like people taking other people's work and then like profiting from it, pass it off as their own. No, just I, I stop it passing it off as their own. Profiting off it is even worse. Like, but uh, you know, as someone because because I do like artistic things too, and you know, people's art gets stolen all the time, and like that's the problem with NFTs bad. because yeah. NFTs are in their utmost infancy. You could call them pretty much the uh, the zygote of you know, use here. They are not even born in terms of how useful NFTs can be. If anyone doesn't know what an NFT is, it's a non-fungible token. It's essentially a, to not get complicated here, a, you could call it a, a digital certificate of ownership. It's a unique asset digitally. So an NFT can be, everyone sees them as, as JPEGs. They call them JPEGs. That's not, that you can put art as an nft but you can also put the deed to your house as an nft it's a one-of-a-kind item to represent it digitally you can put music you can put art you can put physical property generally things that are illiquid like uh fox remember those houses i was buying shares of (laughs) the tokenized real estate those are (laughs) nfts that's i have Uh, a fraction of an illiquid asset that is represented by my ownership in it by a unique token that represents my ownership so what the fuck is this guy's unique token like his his work ripping it from all he just he just put it on it's on the ethereum network and he's just 
you know, which is there's a lot. To, if you don't know cryptocurrency, uh, the most you probably the most you probably heard about is that it's a Ponzi scheme, oh. or da, da, you know, da, da, da. but it's it has amazing use cases and NFTs. Yeah, can, have you have you tried opening his link lately? Oh, let's see. Oh, uh, the page is lost. <laughs> he mm. took them down. Probably. So the problem Probably is, yeah, hopefully the problem is that um, legitimate artists are having their work taken and sold by scammers because it's hard to police something that's brand new on the cutting edge. And that's a bad thing. But this is a potentially great thing. Not only could you take things that physically cause problems, like if you're shipping a luxury item like a car. You can generate an NFT certificate for that in the shipping process to speed up the supply chain by not having to handle paperwork. You could scan the certificate digitally and pass it on and not have to go and go through papers and draw. You know, it, it helps a lot of that. You can do that to any good or item. And it, it is a lot of use cases. And I think it's an amazing thing that'll come in the future here. But as of now, all people know about NFTs is picture of a rock that someone paid $4 million for and then. You know, so the threat is obviously garbage and people just going nuts. I saw it in the first, what, how long did this thread last for? And I went right to Rooks. I didn't even wait. I go, Rooks, you got to get rid of this. This thread lasts two hours and he just went right away and locked it. And his response was the moment I sent it in, in a very Rooks fashion. Nope, I think I lost you, dude. No, I'm here. Do you hear me? Oh, you cut out. Oh. Uh, so, so I went, in a very Rooks fashion. In a very Rooks fashion, I went right to him and I said, this thing is going to get worse and pretty quickly, I'd imagine. And I sent him a link and his response says, why do people have brain worms? That's so great. It's Rooks. Uh, so I couldn't agree more. That's worst threat of the week. And, and Radial Arcana, who is, I mean, what is that? Uh, Lindart on Reddit. We don't know who that is, but it seems much like them. So I'm going to call that out. And so they can correct me or they can be Lindart. So... Because this, this, this person notoriously lately in our Discord has been like, oh, there's Radial Arcana again. We figure it's just Lindart being Lindart, who's a Reddit user who we, we, you know, he is a thing. Oh, is that in general or is that in the trash channel? That's, that's, comes up in, in the trash channel and, and the uh, RFFXI channel of the, of the Discord. Speaking of which, before we get into questions we weren't asked, but we're going to answer anyway, before we get into the rest of the episode uh join r slash final fantasy 11 the most hoppinest place there is it's actually been pretty good it's it's growing quite well now so i made a fan appreciation post of the game there today i'm like okay that's a thing i guess i gotta make a flair for that so now that's sorted as fan uh appreciation whatever the fuck i called it fan fan post it's a fan post because i'm like okay this guy just loves the game he just wanted to post it like live journal good for you dude <laughs> All right. So, yes, the Reddit is nice. Uh, I'm happy with the Reddit. Uh, oh, also, while I was gone, oh, besides getting banned from Reddit, I got banned from the official forums. Add that to the list. What did you do this time? Oh, man. So, you know that never-ending threat? <laughs> you say that with all the disappointment that should be attached to it. Well, I mean, I can't be surprised anymore, right? Like, I think I think we're both kidding ourselves if, like, I pretend to be surprised that you got banned from something. Well, you know, I almost never post there, but there is that um, that never-ending thread of the person raging. The special task force does nothing, and I'm going to post every report yeah, yeah, until yeah. they do something, that, that whatever it was. So, you know, someone said, you know, instead of doing this, they could be solving world hunger. And I made this ridiculous, like this ridiculous, insulting thing of, for hunger is not enough for them. For they, I actually should probably find it. It was just as ridiculous. Just 
just a slam down of of not saying fuck you and not trying to get banned, but just having enough and just slamming this person down for, you know, for they know more than all of us and for no one is right but them. You know, just this, like this, this grandiose nonsense. And I actually, I guess it took a while because like a week after I made it, suddenly I got a message <laughs> also while I was in Germany, near the same time actually. Uh, that I was banned for violating the the rules of <laughs> the official forum. It was pretty good. I actually let me find it in two seconds. It didn't take more. It, sound, it sounds fridgeworthy. Yeah, sure. somewhat. It's not amazing, but it was something. Give me one second. It's framed by glitter and macaroni. I actually might have been. I think they give you a transcript of it in the in the email when they ban you. Oh, that's awesome. Let me open sure. the email. God damn it! Hold on. Which email? I have figured to... I was I would be quiet there just so you could cut that part out. Yeah, it's it's gonna as long as it's quiet, it'll it'll reduce the sound. But it's like, yeah, which yeah. email is it in? Uh, you can always just post it in the description later. No, I must find it now. Now I it's mean, a challenge. Nobody reads the description. Some people do, apparently. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, here it is. It was in a different folder, so it wasn't searching the update section of the Google the Gmail folder. So it was thread. The STF does nothing, and I'm going to post every report I file as proof. And it was post aimed. Uh, reason for uh, suspension, or whatever, is post aimed to create a negative impact on the community or its members. I believe it. And I put, you know, because someone put it's the same they don't, you know, solve world hunger. So I put this is their peak performance. They could be nothing more than a keyboard warrior, which tirelessly seeks to be as ineffective and as obnoxious as humanly possible in the face of robo aggression. They can be nothing more and refuse to be anything less. The sum of the world's hunger is but a drop in their bottomless belly as it cries out in anguish for justice. For they would solve both problems with equal effectiveness. If they were to see the combined devastation of a catastrophic climate change induced famine, then they simply stand there wailing a pathetic verbose at it, declaring in the midst of their dumb diatribe that both events have been reported, that someone better do their job, and that they have kept all the receipts and they won't stop until someone solves it. Do not give them but a puny fraction of such credit. Even that would be too much. Every action we, oh, every action we issue is based on conclusive evidence. Da, da, da. So that was that was my post, and that got me banned from the official forums. You know, I give you a lot of shit for things, but that's pretty much how I see a lot of these keyboard warriors too. So I thought it was yeah, a pretty spot on, dude. I thought it was pretty creative. Yeah, spot on. You know, it was a creative outlet, which I've been kicked off of again. I, I feel very isolated and alone, Fox. I mean, I don't know if that's like worth kicking you off over, like or kicking you out or whatever. But like, don't they give you like warnings or something? Or is it, it was it was like, a, it was a suspension frequency? for several days and a warning that if I keep it up, they could ban my real account. Oh, so okay, okay. Why would I? Why would I fuck around with these you know mouth breathers? And there is nothing of value on those forums. It is the only place in the world that I know of for Final Fantasy XI that is worse than the FFXI subreddit, the the old one. Yeah, I think the only time I've been there is when you've brought up some sort of worst threat of the week or if felgar felgar is the one words. easily yeah yeah like like that that post where he dropped his aimer or whatever Ugh. that is a place you'd post that there so everyone yeah. can go Ree! so cringy yeah so question we weren't asked but we're gonna answer anyway i don't know how i feel about this question i figured it's a question that i'm sure might help someone in some way but probably not but I... it... okay so, Dynady Weapon... Oh, I'm just gonna fucking read this. <laughs> Dynady Weapon question. For the Path A Dynady Weapons, one of the augments is plus 50% occasionally kill, deals double damage. One, 
does this literally mean 50% of your auto attacks will deal double damage? <laughs> or two, say you had a Dynity Rostrum. Would this augment also apply to your range attacks as Corsair, making half your range attacks deal double damage? Thanks for the help! Exclamation point. So, I, I, I feel it's more powerful when read aloud, as opposed to like when you read over it. Thanks for the but, help. Yeah, it, it says occasionally deals double damage plus 50%. I like yes. it's like people it's like people see the percentage and then like become afraid of what math may ensue. <laughs> well <laughs> Wait, is it double or is it fifty percent? What's happening? Is it hundred percent? Is it fifty percent? Yeah. I, I like that they so, that they say this doesn't literally mean that fifty percent of your auto attacks will deal double damage, but they don't provide an alternative. Like what would the alternative be there? Yeah, and I think that's where all people lose a lot of points for their critical thinking, right? Because a lot of times these questions wouldn't even have to be asked if you just argued the counterpoint to yourself. And I'm not saying like you have a full-on conversation with yourself, like no, not everyone has to be crazy like me, but when it comes to when it, when it comes to like asking these questions, like if you say them out loud and you're like, "Okay, so what else could this mean?" And then you kind of go through the motions of it could mean literally nothing else. So my answer has been made. Yeah, that's, that's you know, just because you wrote the subverse part a different way a second time doesn't mean that, you know. So I, I think their confusion might be, what if I have something else that occasionally deals double damage? Does it interact with? Which would have been probably a better question. You know, how does this work with, you know, well, you wouldn't have a mythic weapon, or not with an Empyrean weapon in the main hand because that. So what else could deal extra damage besides maybe Empyrean armor procs, which no one cares about? Yeah, I mean, those are like a 5% raid anyway. At best. Yeah, at best case. And that's assuming you're like wearing the 5 of 5 set like some sort of there's, tool. There's nothing else in the game that would increase... Do you think of anything else in the game that would increase your damage like that? Just, you know, in the same fashion of occasionally deals double damage without being in a main hand? I mean, outside of like PDF manipulation, no. Yeah, and that's not even, yeah. That's not even double damage most of the time. Yeah, yeah. it's just PDF, it's different. So uh, number one was answered by no alternatives. So so number two, there are people, and I don't have a Rossum, so I actually don't know much about this, uh, much about number two. So like I make fun of number one because number one should be really straightforward. But I actually don't know a whole lot about number two. Um, I've heard that it does apply to range attacks, but reading a lot of the comments on here. They like, all say no. Me, yeah, they all say no. And I mean, that makes sense because like if it, it only comes from the weapon itself, the weapons providing it like usually a lot of these like main hand things are very very specific to the main hand providing it like think crochet mortars right um the end spell damage doesn't apply to your offhand so why would anything else apply anywhere else so i i mean i could take it from the people who probably have this rostrum and they probably know best but i i, I don't know like I, i've also heard from people that that it's supposed to like be really good with an arma i've never bothered to try to to make that for core like i have arma for core obviously but you know i've talked about it before but i've never cared about rustum because i'm never on core and so. path c would be the most important one to get first obviously then path b yeah. because path b so i think the issue for people the reason i chose this question was to talk about the fact that uh occasionally follows up an attack versus occasionally deals double damage you, you want the occasional follow-up attack not the extra white damage because this is not level 75 anymore yeah, and besides, that one's also attached to store TP, if I remember right. Yeah, plus like, 50 or something. Yeah, extra attacks plus store TP sounds great. No, 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 the extra... Uh, is this, uh, I gotta pull this up now. Because one's... I'm pretty sure. 
And the other one is like double damage and subtle blow. Or maybe B oh, is maybe subtle blow. B is subtle blow. Yes, okay. I know that. As soon as you subtle blow, then it's B. Yeah, it's sword TP on A uh, with the, the white damage. Which... So that that I think Corsairs usually use that for triple shot then. Yeah. For the store TP. So the, the reason you probably think it's good for shooting is because of the TP. Yeah. But uh, that's probably it. the least important of paths there. And you could, you know, honestly, if you went with a SU4, there wasn't going to be like STP 20. I mean, why would you? It's not worth the extra money to do that. No, not unless you like somehow happen to cross one or you just have like infinite guild for some reason. Some reason. And really love core. Yeah. So not much else. Just think about the questions before you ask them because a lot of times you'll be able to answer your own question. Here's the moral of the story here. Yes, and moving on also, something I saw on Auction House, as everyone else may have, I'm sure, but if you're a busy person in the world who doesn't read Auction House or just missed it, you can now use the Google Authenticator for the two-factor authentication password instead of the token or the stupid stupid token app. I don't like the token app, so I don't use it, but I will start using the Google Authenticator because I already use the Google Authenticator. I, I just use the token app. Honestly, it's on my phone. I pull up my phone. Gives me a number. They added it in April of this year, apparently. But no, the problem is if you lose your phone or throw it in the store or take a big dump on it and never touch it again or something, I don't know, then you can't reload your phone slash have a backup or whatever with the, the that app. It does not back up. You cannot do that. So you would have to deal with SE having to undo your two-factor thing if you want to deal with how, how well that'll go. Uh, otherwise, if anything happens with your phone and you have a backup or restore from the cloud, anything like that, the authenticator from Google will return to your phone. It's locked to your phone. You you know, I recently transferred off one to another when I, I got a newer phone for when I went over to Europe recently, uh, and I had had it on the other phone, and I transferred it over. It's only, it's locked to the phone, but I mean, if you lose that and restore your phone, you don't have to go through that with SC. It's, it's automatically going to return to your phone. Assuming you have, you know, things in, in a restorable format. You bring that up too. Uh, just the authenticator in general, or just security in general. Because um, I was, uh, I was out doing stuff with uh, duoing stuff with my buddy the other day, and he said that someone like just randomly sent him a tell with his play online ID, and then randomly sent him a tell with his birthday. Huh. So that's bad. And yeah. he had to log out and enable his security token, or he didn't log out. He just switched over and enabled it. Yeah, that's yeah, it was uh that that was that's pretty fucked up. It is very fucked up because as we go on in time, so you know, in 2010, I didn't care about the token. I just wanted the extra satchel and then that was that I disabled the token. I still yeah, have same. it. Uh, but nowadays things have gotten to a point where you kind of want to add that two factor because not only are people, for example, since I'm big into crypto, people are having their SIM card spoofed and the release code if you're transferring crypto over so someone's accessed your account which if you don't have two factor on a lot easier to do they'll send you by default a text message to the phone registered there so you can have the code to withdraw your thing people can spoof your sim card apparently rather easily i've read uh at that point they have your account and they can intercept the text message for that code the eight digit or seven digit depending on the platform to you know withdraw all your cryptocurrency so if we're at a point in the, in the world now where people are regularly having their accounts compromised all over for anything, whether it's Twitter or corporations getting attacked, and people are intercepting SNMS rather easily and stuff, the two-factor is the only thing now. And if it's become so regular that you know, you're know you getting those tells now of people having your ID and your birthday and all that nonsense, 
it it would make it's becoming increasingly more crucial that everything have two factor. Yeah, I mean, as long as we can trust that it's safe, and I'm not like a weird conspiracy nut. Like I assume Google knows what they're doing. It's just um, you know, I'm sure it's just an algorithm of codes of a large, massive magnitude that constantly yeah. reset. And it's like every, it feels like it's every thirty seconds it changes, which I imagine is better than SEs, but I don't know how SEs works. Yeah, SEs is like a minute or so. Twice as effective. I don't know yeah, how big their twice as effective. I don't know how big their bank is because I've known in the past people have just written down stuff from their token. Uh, and put on a piece of paper. I, I know. I think Blue Spoons and Carrot both have done this in the past. And just to give someone the ability, I've heard from other people for the, over the years of just I, writing down their codes and their token and giving it to people, and they could just put a code in and it lets them in from the piece of paper. So I yeah, don't, there I don't used know. to be someone um, who shared who like would allow someone else in uh, in LOL Oxo to log into their accounts and stuff, and he used to just give the code just like directly over voice because it just didn't matter to him. <laughs> but I, I always thought it was kind of strange. Like I probably never do that. I, I would probably just send a message to somebody that I knew directly. <laughs> but the fact that sort of thing. the fact that people can write down their token codes would not work with the Google Authenticator. So yeah, so you can do that yeah, in your SE. Plus, account. I can imagine that SE, you know, SE probably wrote like one algorithm for it, right? And I'm sure at the time it was probably pretty okay. Like I imagine it probably wasn't even top of the line at the time it was created. Yeah. But with all the years that have gone by, like you got to think that algorithm has not been updated. It's been so, over a decade, I think. So. Yeah. And think about like decade old al- algorithms, like anyone who actually does like programming, and you know, that kind of stuff, like decade old is probably not going to hold up to like what, you know, more powerful computers can do now. So I don't know. I don't want to get like too, too deep in the, in the weeds. Like, no, no, I, I think that covers it. Try to hack me or anything, but just. You got to think about old versus new. So that about covers that. So uh, the update surprised me in one way. That was the new. I, they said they were going to do it, but I, I'm like, why? What is what is this? And I think the way they did it for Omen was stupid. I, I think if you can't be because at this point, Omen is several, several years old. And if you can't beat one of the Catarays to unlock AF3 by getting a scale, I mean, why? Why? I mean, why? <laughs> so I think it's dumb now that people were just able to reforge AF3 by just beating up all of the the basic fodder mobs that anyone who's new to the game can just beat up and do. Because AF2 is just, you just make it. It's easy. You know, the cards are the hardest part now. I just thought people should still have to go and fight the Cataray once. It's a guaranteed drop. So it's not hard. To, they're easier than they've ever been. So I just thought it was dumb to just remove that for no reason. It's like no one was complaining it was a problem. I've never heard someone complain, oh, I wish I didn't have to get a scale because it's so tough. So my thought on the AF3 is I actually think that's the better of the two that they adjusted. Uh, Only from my point of view, though. So I go in and I can solo any of the Cateray bosses with trusts. That's just generally what I do because I don't like to play with other people, especially when it's like old content. I would rather just do it myself if at all possible because I... I help enough link shells already try to figure out how that content works. Like I don't need to deal with them when I actually need something. So for me to not have to go through the rigmarole of actually having to go kill one of those bosses, cause it's still a pain in the ass. Like just cause you can do it doesn't mean you're like some sort of super elite guy who's just going to auto crush it or anything. Like it's still something you have to like go out and do and it's old content. Like you've done it before. I really like the ability to just randomly get a scale when I need a scale. How bad? I mean, I haven't done Omen cause I haven't, I'm going to resub tomorrow. <laughs> I missed the game, <laughs> um, as I always have. I just, I've, I'm really enjoying also 
to go off on a tangent for seven seconds. I've been enjoying my time off as well. It's been nice. So, yeah, but I, I do miss the game. <laughs> More power to you because, like, sometimes I I clean the house up. I move some furniture. Oh, okay. I, you know, uh, th- th- you know, it's it's good. You got to make a a nice environment for your your mental health around yourself. Can't have crap on the floor. Apparently, if you bring a thief to this, though, um, you can get like all flavors dropping. So like, it drops that easily. I didn't want it to drop super easy. easy. I thought it could at least be where it's not guaranteed to get any scale in a run, let alone the one you want. So people would still be encouraged. But if you keep farming cards for your job, you'll probably see one. I was hoping I mean, that was it. Statistically, but... you're probably guaranteed if you're on Thief to get one of each card. I think scale uh, based on cre- or scale. I mean, based on based on screenshots I've seen. But I don't think that it's it's I would go so far as to say, like, you're guaranteed a specific scale. Um, what I like about this, though, also, that's a kind of a secondary benefit, is that I can now drop these scales that I have yeah, and get inventory plus because I've been I can keeping farm them, them yeah. if I need them. That's actually, yeah. yeah, that's probably the best part. I've been keeping them. Can't you send them over to the same account or no? I No, you can't. You can send, okay. like, basically everything from Omen except for those scales. Why didn't they just reason. change that then? Right? And I had been fine with that. Have we too. checked since the update? Uh, I mean, I'm logged in right now. But, okay, so maybe I'm a little harsh there, as I always do. But I put there, you know, hooray for those who can't beat old content. And that's, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, dumbing it down just to disincentivize people from being able to make you know, and have play to play with people and do old yeah. content. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And that's, that's what I saw it as. Actually not even in line with the rest of this update. Because the rest of this update really promotes cooperation. The Relic Plus 3 was interesting because we've had those stories about how i mean when i was trying to get pup unlocks it was miserable because the people who need it are on jobs that you don't need like we're talking a dancer a ranger well the ranger would have been useful actually we're talking dancer white mage a tank uh i was on pup a lot of thieves all this other nonsense but no there's no no buffers there's no bars there's no geos there's no black mages then there's no scholars, there's no anything to help you kill the statue. So, and it's hard to even find a healer at times. I couldn't even find a freaking white mage just shouting to try and do a click on a Sura. And this is several yeah. times over, and then it takes forever to find anyone. So it's nice that, because the statue is not hard, it just has a lot of anti-melee mechanics to it. Yeah, you can't just like throw people at it and expect the high, Yeah, the high OE damage, the high defense, the you weakness know- magic. Oh, when when helping uh, those link shells, I actually stopped the entire production when they're about to try to send all their melees into melee of the statue. I'm like, no, you fucking stop. We're gonna make a skill chain with a cord. We're gonna call it a day. Yeah, because it'd be faster, and they're gonna die otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then imagine trying to do when there's no sleeper. And I, I was no. going, I was going pups up dancer and dancing. I mean, it's, it's tough. But it's dancing, it's just dancing. No, you can't send the scale, by the way. Ah, fuck. SC, that's the one change we need. Right. You want extra mules and extra dollar a month? Just Freaking let me send them over. So, because one day from now, since I don't play the jobs, it's going to be seven years from now, and I'll be like, you know, I think I'm going to resub the game. Maybe I'll play Ranger today. And I'm going to be like, oh, I need the scale. If only I'd kept it eight years ago. So, <laughs> it'd just be nice to be able to... I think the game will be here in eight years. What I what I understand about this Relic Plus 3 thing is also that you don't have to go around to every zone unlocked. Once you get this key item, you're just unlocked for it. For all jobs, or that job? For, for every zone for that job oh okay that's also different yeah so that's really nice because then you don't have to be like well okay let me try to find windy and then it's even more limiting you know you're not going to find a white mage specifically that wants windy for example as opposed to 
a white mage that wants any dynamis to try to get unlocked. Do you right? think that could make... See, here's what I'm wondering. People go right to the statue now and just kill it, and then they're done with the run. I've just... Even when I made it, I'm like, guys want to stay and kill some stuff? They just warp out. So <laughs> do you think now that people are going to go in and fight the mobs, there'll be more cards, and maybe the price of SU could not go up or at least stay the same or go down a little bit because there's a lot more cards that could be made due to this change because people are actually going to fight stuff? Well, or do you think this won't change anything? If you saturate the market, I mean, obviously things will go down. Uh, I think right now, because of the hype surrounding this, like people are are going to be selling the relic for much higher for like a couple months, just because I, now it's available. Now people are going to do new more seals too. And, yeah, um, I I think I I think ultimately it's nice quality of life being able to just one and done get your unlock for all the zones, so you don't have to wait like several weeks to try to coordinate this shit. That's nice. The downside, though, and what Dynamis really needs is the ability to queue with less than three. I think they're worried about the zones being run out by that. They didn't make it. It's like the old Dynamis system. They just threw it on top of it, and they didn't account yeah. for the fact that it's a long event, and you need to not have it taken up by you know a couple people. It already has a queue system installed with it, but I've never seen the wait not be instant. Like, I, like as far as like trying to go in and stuff, like it tells you what the queue is and everything, like that you're up and everything. Uh, but I've never seen anyone ever wait. And that's on a sorry, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, with the amount of lockout that it has, because it's a 60-hour lockout, you're still not going to see it spammed all the time. Like, it would be less congested than Omen, honestly. And I like the Relic one a lot more than the AF one, but I think ultimately, uh, while I, I, you know, I don't go, oh, I suffer, you should suffer. I don't have that ridiculous, uh, <laughs> you know, pull yourself up by your Maybe. bootstraps kind of ridiculous mentality, but... It does It does make a lot of sense, too, that after something is several years old, that they remove some of the barriers to it for other people to kind of keep them. Because if SC is going to be releasing new content, as they said, uh, which we've yet to see, the mastery is promising, but there still needs to be content with it, then it makes you sense. You have to have to, people who can gear to do the content, too. Yeah, it makes sense to eliminate some of these bottlenecks people could be experiencing because yeah. there's going to be all these people get frustrated and they can't get past something that was popular and is no longer popular. Because let's be honest, people aren't making tons of diversion sling shells anymore so i like the yeah. event but it's i find it's hard to get due to the lockout and exclusivity of needing several people at a time at the right time i find it hard to find a group at my time so i, I don't like that first thing that you experienced where you were saying that you like had all these people who wanted unlocks and stuff and like they just came on like like it's it's when you get like the the two alliances of people on melee jobs. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what that's what was Dark Knight. I mean, okay, great. Yeah, it's Samurai. Dynamis sucks when that's the case. Yes, and like sometimes you're just not gonna be the man. Just like go in and like do fun content that becomes more fun when you have balanced parties and stuff. But uh, there there's no amount of like soapbox style preaching that I could do to ever convince people to go in on Bard when they don't need Bard unlocked. I I wouldn't. I mean, I have other stuff I want to do with my life, so I wouldn't. Unless exactly. it's my link shell or something, then I wouldn't. But you know what yeah, is? Yeah, I like doing the content. It's just you never are able to. <laughs> you know what and, is cool yeah. about the about what you said about having nothing but useless jobs, you know, thief and stuff, is needing three people to go in. You can break alliance once you're in, and all three of those people can call a full alliance worth of people in there via trust. So if you have three thieves and no support jobs, everyone can break up and have a party that's actually functional now. So and get their clear because you couldn't take three thieves and trust how deep to be. That goes. Yeah, I mean... Because can you break it up and have 18 parties? It, if the limit is 64 people, then as long as it's people and trust making no more than 64, then that would be the limit. 
Yeah, because that would make sense. That makes sense to me too. That that would be sixty four at that point. Which honestly, when you say that, that sounds like a lot more fun of an event to do, in my opinion. Yeah, everyone goes on a slaughter spree because yeah, the thing the thing about that particular event is is the loot is is zone wide. It's yes. not personal. That actually, so it doesn't matter that you break up and claim like some M somewhere. That actually makes it. And now that you know your sub jobs are higher and everything now with mastery, that actually opens up a lot of possibility of of doing that. And I think that's actually very fun to do. I'd like to do that sometime. And for the people who are like afraid of the content, um, they've actually made the the t- some of the tank trusts a lot more tanky than they have ever been in the past. Yeah, I've um, I've not used Valerial because I haven't been on since the changes. But even then, I'm sure because of the shield changes, I bet that Archangel Elven is bitching now. As it's always oh, been. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I I have no doubt because I and some of the new Apex camps, um, I've actually used AEV when I'm on Ninja, so I can maintain make sure I maintain in. It's that good uh, now. Yeah, EV just tanks it without issue. Wow, what yeah. what a difference a shield makes. As as long as you can maintain your hate control, that trust is fine. But you have to run a really fine line on how much hate you pull. Well, with in that probably helps a lot. It does, yeah. Like I wouldn't try it on like monk or something, but like yeah. on a job like that, yeah. Like ninja, it's fine because negative enemy out the ass. So. Maybe if you're using wildfire on core for the sake of not pulling hate. Yeah, could yeah, skill change. So yeah, that yeah. that's nice. So last thing here from the update too is ambuscade this month. It's the giants again, the iron giants. But apparently everyone's saying they had a regen. I obviously haven't done it yet, but no, uh, that's people fucking up. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so, good to know. Typical auction house. My group went out the day it came out. Um, we killed it with rangers, no problem. It's just yeah, typical auction house. They didn't bother reading anything, and they're all latching over onto like one testimony someone said because that's apparently how science works. So what ends up happening is if you get the mobs more than ten percent HP disparity between the two, like if there's too if there's too much of a, a difference in their HP levels, they they end up enabling this lock mode where one of them will like terror and then start regenning and then you can't deal any damage to it and the other one will go nuts and then they'll switch back and forth until you lose huh. all you have to do is just keep their hp within 10 percent of each other and they'll just die and i mean that sounds pretty easy i had to change the bullshit it's, on bg because someone put something that i thought was so cringe it could not stay and i'm a person who enjoys cringe stuff on <laughs> bg the the they have their and the whole setup core core to them and it says two shooty boys one shoot. Oh, I saw that. Yes, I'm like, I, I think that that shooty boys thing. I think that that's gonna have to flame get lad and frost lad. Yeah, flame lad and frost lad. See, it's funny, but the shooty boys thing. I, it sounds too British for me. I, you know, it's gonna have to get. It's gonna have for to get some reason, I thought that was you. No, no, I no. You put that there. No, it was not me. For I didn't once, check the history, so I didn't know. I never did that ambuscade. I stopped. You know, I made the ambuscade page what it is, along with Faye, and I made the the archive page and the template that it is in and designed how that looks. And it's in a thing based off of that. It's Faye changed the archive to just be the main thing, which is great. So it rotates out, but everything else, I mean, I had designed all that and that nonsense, but I did not, I stopped editing those at that point because it's set up. People can do it or it won't exist. I'm sure someone will step up. I'm sure. And uh, it's not as good as it was because I tried to make it very thorough for everyone, but I just I couldn't spend all this time on it, and I had not done ambuscade in like six gotcha. months. So, yeah. So last time this ambuscade came around, um, I can't remember if Sekpadas was new or if this was right before Sekpadas came out, before? but that's where, roughly the time frame. I think it's before. It would have been it would have been right before it then. Um, I tanked this on Paladin, and we didn't even use a white mage. Like you don't need to. 
Um, as long as your paladin is smart and they switch to an Aegis when it monophons, you'll be fine. So that's all you have to and do then, is wear, wear Sakpata and Aegis when it monophons, and that's it. Yeah, otherwise, this is actually the one month because they have end to spell on their attacks. Um, I actually use Ochain. They said this that is they like one situation. They said that they changed them this month compared to last time, and everyone's speculating. But does anything seem different? No, it doesn't. Okay, that's good. They, they might have like slightly more HP, and maybe I guess there's probably but some weird no. thing that's not coming to play because it's not coming into play. But this this month, you can just like stack like a bunch of like DD oriented things and kill it that way. Um, there's also a method of doing this where you can actually use ninjas, and you can have. Uh, Basically, two ninjas and two geos uh, duo each of those, and they'll just die. I could have swore last time the Iron Giants were on, everyone was using Pup to tank, and they were going nuts for Pup. Maybe. I mean, I, I could I could see that being the case. It's just I could have swore. I was going to yeah, be excited. I, I honestly, could go pup. you 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 could you could probably go Pup pretty easily. Um, I would do two Pups so that way one holds yeah one each because like trying to hold two would be kind of hard on Pup. But um, yeah, and especially if you're using like rangers, because rangers, despite what they're saying, are perfectly effective and, and great, especially now that we have access to super jump spoilers. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you want to use ranger over core? It's so much of a better DD. Uh, yeah, the only reason you have the core in there is because um, you need uh, the rolls. The rolls are nice. Yeah. And honestly, just have the ranger do the physical weapon skills versus the physical weak one, and then just have the corsair do um, the magic weapon skills versus the magic weak one, and you're good to go. So... I guess what setup were you using to round out this uh, this segment um, here? What we did, uh, we went in with just absolute overkill. Uh, we were like Paladin, uh, uh, Corsair, Ranger, Red Mage, White Mage, Geo. Yeah. And we did not need that much healing magic, not even close. Like I was doing like basically nothing on White Mage. Like basically I waited for Felgard to die because he does that. <laughs> then, I, then, I, then I A-rised him. Oh, hold, hold on, we, okay. He was he was on Paladin. Oh, well, it's not good when the tank dies. Well, he didn't switch to his Aegis. Like, yeah. So so switch to your Aegis, guys. Uh, yeah, he's, he was like, I don't understand when to <laughs> when to switch to Aegis. Well, I just I need to you, reach consensus. I told you it's gonna monofont, and then when it monofonts, you need to not take magic damage. Uh, so just make sure your tanks are paying attention. You're good to go. But, is how do I understand when to put that on? Well, you see Monofont and you put on Aegis. Like it's that easy. Um, otherwise, the um, the physical one does Mighty Strikes at that, and they they'll do this at eighty percent. And the uh, the Mighty Strikes is a joke. Oh, that's good to know. Like, don't even you don't even have to care about that. Because we're Aegis the whole time, or I know the end of spell is why. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah, you just you just shield block with Ochain, and because you're fully you have no buffs on, like you're just doing this naked the whole time. Um, you're still shield blocking them with O chain, and you're actually getting MP back, so you can actually just heal yourself. You don't need a white mage at all. Well, I thought you were shield blocking to prevent the spell. When why would you have no buffs then? It, it doesn't actually. Uh, you you can't cap your block rate versus them without buffs. Okay, so do you need O chain then, or is it just to try and reduce? Yeah, it, it's to still have a high block rate, so that way you can heal yourself between all the. Oh, because reprisal is going to get dispelled. Correct. Okay. See, see, I don't play Paladin, so I have to put the dots together, and that that makes sense now. See, I, I got that. I got that. And even if you start out to a really good head start, when it monofonts, you're still gonna have to change your shield out anyway. At which point, you're fine. So you you just gonna have to be used to what's about to happen. But it's actually really easy. They hit like chumps. You just have to survive monofon. Is all like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey. Yeah. 
Should I be feeling, feeling glad? Should I be feeling sad that we're going to go on to the next thing here is master levels, which seem a little bit fucked up in the head. I am, I am so happy they did this. Like, it gives me so many things to play with, like variables to change and stuff. Your tinkering is off the charts here. I tinkering is so off the charts. Like, I'm, I'm just thrilled. And it's a lot of little changes that people are overhyping. Um, but I, it's still really cool what they're doing. And um, the sub job increase is obviously the thing that everyone's going to be talking about. But I think the um, the skill increases and the um, the stat increases are really undersold right now because a lot of times people will uh, R15 like an Empyrean weapon in order to get like plus 20 strength, right? But um, you're getting that just from these 20 master levels and you're getting that to all of your stats and you're getting that to all of your skills. I was excited for the pet changes as in pets getting the extra skill. It's still 10, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone was saying they fixed it and it wasn't. But they fixed they, it. Yeah, yeah, they just get like one attribute gets raised. I think it was still Pup so, was getting 10 is what I cared about and everyone else is getting one. Hopefully that's the case. I wouldn't even be upset about that. I'll have to post clarification later this case, but I thought people were saying it's, the other pets were changed to one and it was clearly a mistake that Pup was. It was on Auction House, so I don't want to do the Auction House thing and parrot it. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Right. It's it's the worst because you there's so much of that there and it's like no one checks each other. There's so and especially right now there's so much information and there's so much knee jerk about the discussion on it. No one knows where the good information is actually coming from. Yeah. I was uh, glad today someone I made that Apex page a long time ago. A real long time ago. Way before um way before the closer was a special. Wow. Uh stop hitting the table. I, and uh, I was glad someone someone posted. Could they add it to the to the Apex page? It'd be really helpful. And that happened earlier today. And then someone actually added it, which they added the accuracy incorrectly. But the fact they added it, I'm I can fix that really quick because the new mobs they added the Apex mobs for this, just in general Apex mobs. How you need to cap? Let's see. The highest one is the Archaic Cogs in Azaldal Undersea Ruins. And you cap accuracy on them at sixteen four sixty-eight. So that's that's quite a thing. It's a lot of lot of accuracy. Yeah, that, is a, that is a very high level mob. And that's actually important too. Um the mob levels haven't really been important for a long time because it's been really easy to just like chain apex box hounds yeah. and get, you know, sixty-five thousand, you know, cap job point or CP or whatever. Um now, as your mastery level goes up, you get less exemplar points, and the exemplar points are used to increase your mastery level. But you actually get less the higher level you are, so it's akin to like the old value changes, like when we used to XP um, as opposed to job points. It's very similar to how experience points used to work, which kind of blew me away because if there is anything SE could do to stick, because they made that comment, which some people, in particular in the Discord, I don't remember who it was, was a cogent or someone. Um, sorry, whoever it was, uh, who said, you know, great as he said something, but I don't see him doing shit still. They're not replaying all these bots and stuff. And I go, well, it's, it's good that they're actually recognizing it because when they recognize it and they actually keep it in their, in their foremost conscious here, we get shit like, uh, you can't just sit there all day long with cat mastery on your bots giving points to people because eventually as this continues, it's, it's for, it's 20 levels now for mastery. But they're going to continue, as they said, to add them over time. Over time, the bot is going to be nerfing the mastery points people get. Yes. So that's actactually, to me, an anti-bot you know, bot mechanic of everyone selling all these points because the points will go down. And I'm sure at some point it'll be really crappy. 
yeah, you would have to be dumb to buy any mastery points from anything right now. Because those bots are probably already capped or whatever. That doesn't matter. But what does matter is that, yeah, your, your mastery points will get nerfed. And even if they didn't, as you rose in mastery points, you would be nerfing yourself in the party too. So like your your return on investment gets so incredibly low, like as you would buy this stuff that it's just not even worth it. And honestly, it's not even hard to get these points to begin with. A single Odyssey run will take you from zero to five if you're if you have a decent group. Well, does there's more points each time, so you go to zero to five, and then you probably go like zero to seven, then maybe like seven to eight. You would runs. think, right? Um, and that's definitely the case because the, the TNLs do get very, very huge. Um, they're actually really grotesque uh, at around level 14 or so, which is where I'm at on like Bard, for example. Um, but what you could do is you level sync and you can level sync to someone's mastery level now. So it incentivizes people to rotate not only in the um, not only in the parties, but also in the Odyssey setups. If you also want to like double down and do farming for both and you just um, set up a sync to the lowest mastery level uh, in the Odyssey run and then all of a sudden like, like the points are still pretty good again. Like you get around like 130, 140 a kill. Like it's pretty good. And to, and to put that into perspective, because that doesn't mean anything without context, like your first to next level to get from mastery point zero to one is 2,500. So, yeah, you so yeah, you go, but I need 63,000 to go from 14 to 15. So it, it ramps up pretty quick. And then by the time you're going 19 to 20, it's 85,000. And then yeah. 20 to 21 is going to be almost, it's 110 K. Yeah. And it, it seems bad, but I mean, depending on how you're set up, as long as you're fighting like the higher level mobs, and this will actually help us like have people at the correct camps or helping out the rest of the community by sinking to someone who's lower and not being elitist about it. Oh, you know, sink to that master level zero. Well, they're incentivized to sink to the master level zero and you can get your 1200 per kill at the, at the apex drifter camp. Because if you have a, if, you have a core with you, and that's the only dedication bonus that I'll actually raise your XP that you gain on this. Like, no other dedication effects exist for this yet. Um, that Corsair, like, once you get into, like, chain 30 plus, you're going to be getting 1,200 points per kill. And that actually adds up really quick. Like, killing 100 mobs is, like, nothing when we're already, like, hulking out and destroying everything. Yeah. So it's not nearly as bad as people think it is. It's just but people see these numbers, and they're lazy, and they're used to paying for JP, so they, they don't know what to do with this information now. Just going out and doing it, you you get it really quick. But if you're not level syncing, what are you getting? You know, around six seven hundred to kill. Okay, and it's gonna it's get, not bad. It's gonna get worse over time, though. It does, yeah. But I mean, I'm talking about just drifters. Like we haven't even talked about going to like the apex cogs, which are, um, you know, between one forty three and one forty five, and then um, the one forty seven for like the the cogs plural, I guess is is the better way of putting it, where it's like the three gears. Like you'll you'll actually have the stats to be able to fight those mobs. Like it's expected because now all of a sudden you're like basically plus fourteen to all stats. You get a little more accuracy. Um, you get some more sub job combinations. Maybe like it's more reasonable for you to fight that. And yeah, it is higher level, but you're also a higher mastery level at this point. So you can either do it the slow way, or you can step up to the challenge and incentivize people who are geared to do it faster and do it the fast way. So really, it plays to everybody. But um, it's it's just really open and it's not even just the drifters like there are also i think the other um the other empty mobs are, are higher level than the drifters too because we noticed a, a big difference when trying to fight um like one of the seethers i think might have been higher level yeah seethers were typically higher level than the wanderers yeah. were and for all time whether it was the first wanderers and then the the neo wanderers because they weren't apex yet like when the cap was up to like level 85 or something yeah 
But I really like what they did. Um, and then even fighting like regular mobs, like if you go to Ryzenjima and you fight like tough mobs or something, you can still get like 40 to 70 points a kill. And if you're one-shotting everything or doing an AoE party, that's still another viable way to be able to get mastery points. But as your mastery goes out, it's probably going to give you like two points in the, you know, when you're level 50 right. mastery. Yeah, I mean, it, it won't last you forever, but it's still something that even lower level people can do to experience like getting a level 50 subjob or a level 51 subjob if they really want to stick it out. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it just adds a lot of flexibility and it promotes a lot more cooperation than we're used to. And it actually disincentivizes people being lazy and just paying the, the job point mercs because there's no point in paying them. Like, you're you're basically throwing gill away. What really checked the boxes for me here, too, is that it took something that I talked about a million times on this podcast, bring us back to older zones for a purpose that we don't use anymore. Yeah. And what better zone than oh, the Undersea Ruins? So good. Well, Undersea Ruins is great. It and the Promise so too. doing this in Promies, dude. I love the Promise zones. I had oh, farmed uh, Anima for one of my things I was doing for Alchemy Shield, I think, at one point. Yeah, I did. And I had to go back to the Promise to beat up the Neo Wanderers. And it felt really good to walk around there. So I can imagine doing that for, for points now. That probably felt super good because just felt good to farm yeah. there before and go to the top floor. and it just. But, I mean, how awesome is that to go back to these zones now with actual purpose? Yeah, like what about Ravern site or oh, that, that'll happen. Um, I think we should look to the zones. I mean, they didn't do anything in the past with uh, the undersea ruins. That was a real shocker, but it made a lot of sense because I haven't been on, but I'm going to guess what they did is they put them in the portal zones that had no mobs in them, didn't they? Uh, yes. The the well, no, no. They they, they put. I think they put them in the um in the the main Nizal staging point zone. I actually haven't been out there to look, but I think that's where they are. I figured they could have put them, like, where you go to fight um, Ob and stuff, uh, there's nothing there. Oh, yeah, like in the big open rooms? Yeah, I figured it would have been perfect, because when you go through the teleporters, um, any one of those four teleporters to go to Salvage, there's empty rooms in all those. I figured they could have put them in those rooms, because they're empty. I should check that out at some point. Um, I haven't gone out there to fight them, because when they use Restoral, it restores, like, 63k HP. Yeah. So... It's kind of rough to fight them, but yeah, I haven't really fought them yet. Um, yeah, who knows? Uh, so, you know, that's going to be that's going to be a subtle blow group. Yeah. Oh, we need, a, we need a blue mage for feather tickle. Except they resist wind, and if feather tickle is wind, I don't know. Honestly, uh, Apex Dragars were still pretty fine. I was getting about five sixty a kill soloing those on monk. That actually wasn't bad. I was like, also surprised too when someone added the Apex for this. They used I made this map in twenty seventeen. I wanted to just make a map for once that was, you know, something that could be useful that wasn't properly demonstrated out. Because you have, for the Undersea Ruins, and you're running through to do other shit, like ZNMs and stuff, or go to Salvage, or try to do the Blue Mage AF quests and all that stuff. There's all these different maps. There's like five different maps for the zone. So I wanted to make one where I added, because I think there's like nine maps for something that's really not big. And I wanted to combine them all into one. And someone took the thing I made five years ago and put it on put it on the Apex page. I go, ah. Nice. So I, I should I probably have that file still. I should go add where the Apex mobs are with little tiny little uh you know Apex and little gear icon in there and put them on the map there so it's actually At least it's getting used, yeah. Yeah, I was amazed. I'm like, I forgot I made that. That's the theme. Uh underutilized things. Under, so yeah, yeah. Again. I wanted to make one that combined all of the TOAU zones like this, but it was too large and useless of a project for me to go and do that, and I just didn't. I I stopped with the ruins because it took a bit of time. 
but I, yeah. uh, I got gotcha. you. Got to make the next thing I got to finish is the stupid, uh, Empyrean weapon farming guide for Abyssia. I had made one I mean, already honestly, for, um, for the trial of the Magians pages. Does a pretty good job of that of its own, man. No, it's the, it's, it's the path of all the NMs you have to get the key items for to what makes yeah. what and the pop items and where you go on the map to fight those. And I don't know. I, I thought it was useful. Well, yeah, I guess I guess that that would be. It was a flow chart I mean, of. You know, I just open like all the tabs I need until I familiarize myself with the NM and then close all the tabs. And, yeah, but now you not having. Now you don't have to open tabs at all. It's just a flow yeah. chart of all. I have one already for Konstant and Tarongi. All right. Those are the two biggest ones. So, but I'll eventually mm-hmm. finish them now that I finish the ZNM one. Nonetheless, um, yeah, I'm glad that they not only added higher Apex mobs, but. You know, I, I like that the gears exist. It, it throws you through a loop. Someone mentioned doing yeah. LO and edge burns, and I remember they take shit from subduction even to this day. I know they're very resistant to wind. I'll have to mm-hmm. check their values, but you know, I don't think that they are an AOE burn mob, honestly. Yeah, and um, so yeah, so you don't really want, like they're incentivizing like different kinds of play for a lot of these mobs, obviously. Yeah. Um, one thing to watch out for the empty mobs is you have to pay attention to what color they are because um, if you're trying to exploit like hybrid weapon skills, as I found out the hard way. Still They'll chain. still add, yeah, like on Ninja, I was duoing with my buddies Geo, and like Blade Chi was doing like Blade Chi and Blade Toe were doing like 80k damage, so it was still really good just in a duo. Um, but if I ended up like trying to do that to the wrong element one, and I have a little bit of a difficulty with like some colors, <laughs> like I kind of had to like feel out which one it was, and like it's hard to see the wind in the ice, they're really hard to yeah. see, yeah, but not all the mobs are going to be, um weak to those so you have to actually kind of like plan out like multiple hybrids if you're going to abuse that route so like sam plus ninja is good or a ninja that's like fully kitted out with the right great katana is really good too so, something to think about so they said that this is going to increase over time and that means that you were speculating and it makes perfect sense now that if we have 20 a month i mean you could just do this because you you you, you told me in pre-show <laughs> and i'm not going to take away i'm not going to repeat what you told me it makes sense but when you say it it's, it's fox saying it so so here's the thing like grain of salt we don't know how far they're going to take things or at what rate or anything but based on the 20 that they've released now and this in-game search feature which is something that has been pointed out to me several times like i didn't just like stumble across this i'm not taking credit for that but this in-game search feature goes up to level 99 for master levels so based on like what they would probably call hardware limitations of taking it only up to 99 given that there's there's exactly enough time for updates to release through march uh next march to give us 20 more levels per month up until then just and that would line up right before the anniversary um that they would probably raise us 20 levels per month and we would get a um uh, so basically 20 20 20 20 and then 19 for the last one to give us a uh, match level 99 and since we get uh, one subjob level per every five, that would give us a probable cap of 68 to our subjobs, which would stop us from not being absolutely bonkers, because if we go in all the way to level 99 with subjob, everyone would be crazy. So it makes sense that jobs would retain their identity by having a level 68 cap for sub, and that um, it just fits time-wise for what their release schedule is for them to start now and just give us 20 a month until then. So that's what I think is going to go on, but I, I don't really want to go deep on stuff that obviously isn't... You know, it sounds very plausible. They said it's going to go yeah. up, and the fact that 99 mastery would mean we're only 68 sub, I think that makes a lot of sense. 
I mean, yeah. it's a weird number to stop at because you're only one away. Why not stop? You know, why stop here, baby? We're almost 69. there. Yeah, we're yeah, almost man. here, baby. We just keep going. It's my birthday. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm sure that there's also it's going to be no matter what they do, it's going to line up with something weird like, um, oh, we're 49. If only we're 50, we would have Stona on Scholar and Protect three and. On Paladin, we'd have reason. You know, Just like so, last time. Yeah, it'd be like last time again. Like, oh, if only we were higher, I would have this ability. I'm sure there's a level 69 or 70 ability. Yeah, a lot of really stupid abilities start showing up in the 70s. Um, not to say that everything is a joke from like 50 to 68, because you know, there's a lot of cool stuff between there. But... It's older, though, still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of combinations right now that people are still going pretty crazy about but and and, and honestly I, I like the release schedule like as theorized because if they gave this to us all at once imagine the burnout from people trying to hit level 99 with some of these to next level oh they're gonna add higher apex mobs we're gonna be fighting these go up to level what 147 now in the apex it's one imagine an apex it's like higher level than most of the nms we've ever fought yeah the... imagine when they're like 156 or something something the the drifters are 142 and shout out to gary on to he's uh he's always yeah. been great for testing i've tested stuff with him before but i don't talk to him or know him but i'm familiar with who that person is and props to them for putting that auction house the evasion there and the yeah, levels and, and the rough sure. defense and stuff he's he's been great at testing so thank you gary on but i mean that means we're going to get more zones I, I could see us going to ravine site again because they added high level mods there before. I was saying we should look to. I don't know if I finished the statement because I never do. Uh, look to the areas they added mobs to before. So, uh, the ravine sites, maybe um, Mizero Coast and stuff again, like they did with the vultures. But they could also. I mean, it's a small zone. But the past. Yeah, the past would make even more sense. That would make, I mean, a ton of sense to do them in the past. Yeah, like Apex, like Beastmen, and it would make sense. They go to Fort KN. Dude, Fort KN is a cool zone. <laughs> well, it's a cool zone that I never ever wanted to go to because I never I never really had the map and like younger Fox couldn't put two and two together. <laughs> it was my favorite zone to do campaign in. It felt like a real adventure oh, yeah. with like mobs being on different parts of the ramparts and the like, way the castle looks and the way the NPCs. And it was a multi tiered battlefield. Oh, too. Yeah, that's, that's the point. Like yeah. Upper and lower. Yeah, yeah that, it was actually really well thought out. Like, oh, it was great. A, yeah. For sure, dude. What other zones would make a lot of sense? Because I was thinking Sicarium would make sense to add mobs to, but it's so small and it's old. I don't know. The aqueducts might make more sense. That's actually what Norcris said is uh, when we were talking about it. He was like, Sicarium, of course, or Sicarium or whatever. So what's cool about the Promies is there's no warp there, but you can teleport there. So the, yeah. getting the Promy Vosel is a problem, though. Do you still have to, like chocobo you, you have to, you still have to go to a new tower that's and then once you're at new tower though you click on the door and you can choose what floor to go to which is kind of nice yeah but they need to add a, either a home point outside of it or something i think so yeah yeah that, that, they, they right might, now but although right now though that actually works out well for the people who are willing to walk and aren't just like super warping around yeah actually not yeah. a lot of people are going out there that's yeah because so they, they, they have to walk cool. there they can't they can't just go there yeah yeah, I saw a lot of people bitching that like Apex Toads were taken or something, and, and I was like, "You're thinking too small. Like that's gonna take forever." Apex Toads is something you fight with your your mule and your bot or something. Yeah, no, yeah, I legitimately saw that bitching in, in uh, LS chat yesterday. I was like, "Of oh, course, God. just walk out there and make friends." I don't know. I mean, I don't think you know a zone that they could choose that they've done in the past. They added the high level mobs to. How about uh, Horror Tour Ruins? Yeah. Oh, I like that zone too. 
very expansive. Actually, uh, let me know when you do Dynamis, like how many mastery points you get in Dynamis. Yeah, I'm going to go on Thief because there's no reason for me to get mastery points on blue. I AoE burn stuff all the time. That's for uh, an omen for detritus. So I just re- just remember to go talk to the Moogle before you go in though. Yeah. I, I am curious because if Odyssey provides that and the um the mobs in Dynamis are roughly the same level as Odyssey mobs, but they're pretty fodderlicious. Like yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll Wave get two is probably stronger. I mean in terms of XP. Well yeah, obviously. Yeah, they, they will give more XP and I can imagine that wave three is probably also pretty decent too. Not a lot of mobs in wave three though. That's true, yeah. But it's 147 now, so we're definitely at 150 mobs that are normal mobs, which we've never had in this game before. I mean, these are NM levels. These are higher than typical NM levels already. Yeah, your wave 3 boss is level 150. Your shield block rate, Fox, it's going to start crying. (laughs) I know we're getting extra skill now, but... Yeah, now you're getting extra skill. Like, I actually said that to Martell. I'm like, dude, am I I just stupid? Something to the effect of, like, I'm actually excited that I'm going to get to do new math for shield skill now. And it's cool that, I mean, O-Chain could become worthless on the weaker stuff because you'd be having a higher block rate with even Servasta. But having higher level mobs and future content, okay, okay, you know, it's, it's the diversity that Paladin brings to the table here. Because let's be, you know, real. Halfus is never going to be a, a cakewalk unless we absolutely go nuts in the future with gear and everything. It's going to take a while. Halfus isn't going to be a cakewalk, but having, you know, the ability to use different shields and stuff and other content that still matters and gives people a little bit of trouble. I mean, it's, it'd be very nice. So speaking about skill like this also is kind of like a thought exercise too like it's going to help break entrenched mindsets on how you gear for things so one of the first things that i thought of is i no longer have to wear these dumbass silver on hands for plus 15 shield skill ah well you just don't need it what if the like it basically yeah so if you're still fighting the same level content because that's one of my biggest gripes with this is that yeah sure we get higher level apex mobs but we have no content that actually matters right so what this does let us do, though, is this lets us refine our sets even further and use like less skill where we would wear that skill because we're getting it now naturally on our levels instead of having to wear like, you know, hands from 2016. What Super Saiyan is this? Is this three where we go even further? <laughs> I, I don't fucking know, dude. I hate Dragon Ball. And this is to refine even further. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I know. The, the What was the very first thing you thought of when you thought of the sub job going up? I pictured it going up like a little bit. Uh, pretty much what we have Emboldened. now. So uh, you thought of Emboldened? I thought of Super Jump right away. Well, Super Jump was short to follow, yes. Um, it, actually, I can't. I It was really Followed weird because like, the moment this came out, Hayden immediately posted some shit about Super Jump in our uh, group chat while I was thinking about uh, emboldening ridiculous spells. Yeah, I never even thought about Embolden. It's really not that game-breaking like Super Jump is. On Red Mage? Well, on Red Mage. Okay, I don't play Red Mage. It's pretty broke on Red Mage. Yeah, well, your temper is going to be absolutely fucking stupid. Yes, your temper too and your end spells. Ah, man, I I can't. Yeah, end spells, of course. Because you have composure, so... Did they just make Red Mage a broken DD? It might actually become a tank again because you'll have access to foil. Huh. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm not even meaning that shit. Like, Red Mage was a tank before because they had enemy tools, and the only thing that stopped them from being a tank is they lost their enemy tools. If you give them those tools back, which Subrune Fencer does, Red Mage can withstand ridiculous punishment. Um, so it's like one of the things that's on my radar because that used to be my favorite thing in this game was to tank on Red Mage and old content. But why would you pick tanking on Red Mage over tanking on Rune or on Paladin? 
um, because it has higher self-sustain than any other job in the game. Um, from an MP standpoint, of being able to cure yourself and and um, access to like the the kinds of defense. So if you don't you if you don't have well support, if you don't have support because you're your own support, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have refresh three, but if you don't have support. I mean, if you have support, it wouldn't matter if you're on power. You have refresh. You have refresh three haste two. You have the a battery of the most powerful debuffs in the game. Like you, you, you have like literally everything. And now you have foil, and foil is an enhancing magic spell. So under composure, foil is not only going to be like super fast recast because you're a red mage, but it's also going to last duration wise on you too. For well, doesn't it wear spell. off based on taking hits? And I mean, it could probably decay over time, like faint, but. And it might, but I mean, it's still something that that red mages are going to be able to set and forget a lot easier than, like, say, a rune fencer would. Not that you know the playstyle the rune has really condones that anyway, because you're using it for hate. So a red mage is typically going to do that. But I mean, they have that option though, and I, I it just opens up a lot of like really ridiculous things that red mage can do if they get access to sub rune. I mean, they'd still be um, lacking Alliance. some of the gear too. Yeah, Alliance is very nice. Now, I know how have yeah. a third rune. So yeah. The, the trade-off is that you're not going to get the 25 PDT or anything like that, or even... They'll you know, still have Incortata, just not as much. They will have Incortata. Yeah, I guess... And yeah, they'll you got... have a higher shield skill now. Yeah. I don't know how much that's really going to affect it. It, it just... probably won't be a whole lot. Yeah, but I mean... Think it this way, though. Once we get to Master Level 99, like if that is the case, that's plus 100 skill. I mean, having Crocia Moors now is cool, but if you have a shield sub rune to tank, because at least you're still doing end spell damage. I mean, if, on a higher level yes. mob, it's not going to be a thing, though. So maybe that's just me thinking of Crocia Moors immediately, because that's all Red Mage is thought of nowadays as. But Yeah, but I mean, you can do other stuff, too. Like, the um, you can use your Excal, right? I mean... And get flat block rate. I mean, Fox, you're forgetting Blue Mage Blue would Mage. also have foil. Blue Mage would have foil, and that would be pretty fucking silly, too. Yes, because I'd rather tank on Blue Mage. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, like we'd have to reevaluate what. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about this red mage tank. I guess this is going to be the section now where we talk yeah, blue about blue mage has all, like nothing but hate spells. All forever. the possibilities in theory crafting subs, which is probably the biggest part of the update, because we know this is going to go to fifty five for Chocobo Jig, because we're at fifty <laughs> we're at fifty three four fifty four already. So we know it's going to happen if they're raising it over time. It's fair to say it should at least go to sixty if they're raising it over time. So knowing we're gonna get at least the sixties and probably the sixty-five at the least, I mean that that makes you know a lot of sense to talk about those because everyone in this update is talking about like, well, I got uh, the elegy with Siren now sub summoner, you know, but yeah, 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 but I was looking at things like you know some black mage will be able to retrace ourselves now, which so black mage gets uh, sleep get too. Yes, that is a big deal, and it gets it's a um. Huge deal. You know, if you're a red mage trying to nuke too, not that we're going to red mage or a scholar trying to nuke now, it helps you too because that uh the celerity they get the elemental celerity that's casting time minus, which you know helps you do more more deep. Yeah, it definitely switches around your uh, your sets so that you don't have to worry as much fast cast. And I mean, sure. the MAB three is not bad too if you're. I mean, I don't know what job would need the MAB three back in the day. Core could have made use of it, but now not anymore. Uh, not, not for many I, many I, years. I, I think Geo might actually. Yeah, Geo would be the job. Geo has like really weird elemental traits, if I remember right. I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but um, it there's like some things it doesn't get natively that seem really awkward for a job that you're able to nuke, and I don't remember what it was. But uh, that that could be the case there. Because you're gonna get minus fifteen percent um, um spellcasting time to the elemental spells by level uh, sixty black mage sub, and that's that's a pretty good chunk. Yeah. 
As far as what we currently have to work with, um, there's a melee one that stands out and there's a mage one that stands out as just absolutely ridiculous. And the melee one is, of course, super jump that we talked about. Being able to have a full power, full entity reset on everything is ridiculous. Um, I I can't even imagine. But the the mage one, um, sub scholar at level 50 is is game changing for many jobs. Dragoon sub is going to be the best DD job sub in the game, in my opinion, going forward. It's going to be de facto ubiquitous. Just everyone's going to have it because we have super jump now. Weapon skill damage three. Weapon skill damage three. You get two at 55. You get conserve TP two at 58. Accuracy bonus two at 60. Damage limit two at 60. And weapon skill damage boost three at 65. I mean, that's that's just uh, that's just ridiculous. Ability-wise, though, outside of Super Jump, it's kind of boring because it's like a bunch of stuff for your Wyvern past that point. But yeah, just yeah. trait-wise, you just... I like, already sub now. Everything a growing DD needs. It's, yeah, it's, so good. it's an extra 3% weapon skill damage for every hit of the weapon skill per tier here. So we're at 7 now. We're going to pretty much double that up to 13 by 65 sub. So. And I was looking at it, and I was like, well, okay, so if I'm going to argue, what, why would, what would incentivize me to try to sub something else on a heavy DD? And heavy DD being like your typical two-hander or something like that. Um, like I was thinking, like, okay, well, what about warrior, right? Let's just put Sam aside. You for get a thirty second. HP like, and like two double attack. Yeah, it's like that. That doesn't even hold a candle to what what Dragoon offers exactly. I mean, or the Berserk- even Sam, even Sam, like Sam is only going to give you five store TP. Like maybe we're trying to incentivize fencer builds now at this point. I don't know. I mean, honestly, at this point, it's getting to the point with sub Dark Knight making a little more sense than than sub Warrior because the extra double attack, you're getting twelve percent double attack, but now you're going to get attack bonus three. You're still going to have the same amount of time and weapon and attack plus as Berserk with Last Resort. And how long are the fight? It's really yeah, and you get you the know, you get the the, the JA haste with Last Resort, but that's also Last Resort's only for two hundred weapons, right? It is, yeah. For the, the haste, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, so, I, th- I think you're getting like fifteen percent, so it's still pretty ridiculous. I mean, you're not meriting some, or it, not de- meriting desperate blows. It doesn't say that the JA haste is unique to two any weapons on the BG page. It should be. It doesn't say it at all. Uh, it's, oh, that's because you're looking at the last resort. You're not looking at desperate blows. Oh yes, yes, yes. Desperate blows bad. is actually what causes that. Yes, yes, yes. I'm dumb. Should have like a disambiguation, maybe, but. I can see why people would mistake that, or at least a link to it or something. But I mean, it doesn't just stop there, though. Like, yeah, Sub Monk is also something that's really heavily on my radar because you get a plethora of just just subbing it now. You get like a whole bunch of like really neat like utility abilities, and then going forward, you're gonna get kick attacks. So if you're on a job that can use hand to hand, and I, I'm looking at like pup or dancer. Um, on top of like higher tier martial arts traits specifically for dancer or ninja, um, getting kick attacks as well, and then eventually getting footwork is pretty absurd. Because as someone um, who's never played monk, tell me how footworks would come into play for dancer and ninja here. So so kick attacks uh, are basically like an extra hit. So like anyone who's familiar with like ninja knows that the extra hit from Dakin is a thing, right? And it helps your TP game. Kick attacks works the same way. So, like, basically, if it procs, it's an additional hit. It's subject to the eight hits in a round cap. So sometimes you may not need the kick, but it's still there for you if you, you know, to help you cap your attacks per round. Um, footwork is important because, like, if you look at Dancer now, Dancer has access to Tornado Kick, 
but you never hear anyone talking about dancer tornado kicks because monk does crazy tornado kicks and that's because they get footwork um footwork when that's active it allows all of your kick based weapon skills to use the base damage of your kick attacks instead and um there's gear that monkey wears that gives you like plus 100 damage rating on your weapon basically it's a feet gear and ninja can actually wear that too um dancer can't but the reason this is going to be exciting for dancer going forward is dancer has flourishes people never use because they use climactic flourish instead and that's a ternary and striking flourish and what ternary flourish does is it guarantees a triple attack on your next hit so monks and this is kind of long-winded explanation but the reason monks do crazy amounts of damage on their weapon skills is all of their weapon skills have have ridiculous ftp ratings and they all have ftp transfer which means every hit that it counts on, it's basically a huge multiplier to the damage on your weapon skill. Monk's gear for triple attack, not weapon skill damage, so that they can maximize the use of that. And I've done math on uh, on our Discord about why Howling Fist is good or why Raging Fist is good. Um, Dancer can force that, which means you don't necessarily even have to wear triple attack gear when that's a, when that particular flourish is active. You're simply forcing your triple attack. So in the future, if if your uh, dancer sub monk is using raging fists, you can force a triple attack on raging fists. Um, if your dancer uh, sub monk is using tornado kick, you can force that. Um, in the future, if once we hit level sixty, if the sub job provides howling fist, dancer would be able to force it on howling fist as well, and that that's just really absurd damage just out of nowhere. So um, the extra base damage making uh, tornado kick viable, it basically like breathes life into this sub job, and it provides a lot of tankiness especially for jobs like dancer um because you can build a counter rate and you can go with um you can do fan dance counter stance and um fan dance provides a massive amount of dt while counter stance is all you can actually cap counter on dancer i have a build for that right now so it's it's pretty absurd like i there's just a lot of really fun things you can do viable i don't know like because your dancer has to have attention for that to matter or your ninja has to have attention for that to matter but there's just a lot of extra like bonus tp things that are going on on jobs that already have really broken rates of tp gain so adding kicks to either of these jobs is just simply absurd so that's why they're on, that's why sub monk is on my radar specifically okay so um, tornado kick foot, uh, footwork would be really nice because during footwork tornado kick uses foot based damage instead of hand based damage yep uh which includes kick attack plus gear which dancer wouldn't have but uh so howling fist and tornado kick are both ftp replicating weapon skills Yes, and so is Raging Fists, which already you get access to. Yes, so Howling Fist is VIT 50% and Shrink 20% with an attack mm -hmm. modifier. You don't have the attack modifier for Tornado Kick, but it's 40% Strength, 40% VIT, so you already have a better modifier. So the FTP for Tornado Kick is 1.7, 2.8, 4.5, 4.6 almost, and Howling Fist is 2... 3.6 and 5.8 uh, with yep. that 50% attack, but Howling Fist is a two-fold attack, and Tornado Kick is a three-fold attack. So using um, Ternary Flourish with that, you have a rep uh, FTP replicating skill of already a higher one more hit, and you would be able to switch over to weapon skill damage with that and probably just Yeah, because you'd be higher... boosting... Exactly, you'd be yes. boosting that, that first hit, but that's about the only difference you can go like you can put like more stats in stuff like that like with ftp replicating weapon skills once you can guarantee the max number of hits that you can do on the job um you know whatever number that may be depending on what job you're on 
But basically, once you can guarantee those hits exist, all you can do is try to raise it in some other way with the gear elsewhere. And that actually does really interesting things in regards to like how much attack you can wear in your gear. Like it, it basically makes it so you can you can have better positioned weapon skills like towards enemy defense than you would think you'd have access to because you're already taking care of one feature so you can buff something else that maybe you need to make the weapon skill better, if that makes sense. You'd already be at, what, six hits from Ternary Flourish and Tornado Kick? That's three-fold attack with six hits? With a uh, I'd be... Yeah, six hits. So you'd essentially, if you have Saber Dance up and normal gear options you're to be wearing, you'd probably be hitting seven, eight hits regularly already, so that's why I said mm-hmm. wearing weapon skill damage gear would make a lot more sense there. Yeah. Or if you need attack, it makes it easier to wear attack. Or, yeah. you know, if you need raw stats or if you need accuracy, it's basically really flexible. And if I remember right, I don't think those flourishes have a very long recast like Climactic does. I'd have to double check it. But all of the flourishes have like different recasts. And the same thing goes for Ninja, too, because Ninja is going to be able to wear the feet um, that drop off of Suzaku that give you plus 100 damage to that once they get recast is 45 seconds for Ternary Flourish. Yep. So as this thing right now, how good is building flourish to use um, for subbing dancer now? Because sub dancer used to give you absolutely nothing offensively. Now, now you get contra dance, which is cool. It's eventually you know it's not <laughs> divine seal. It's divine seal. You know. You well, get- yeah, I, I use that on bard because I have sub white mage <laughs> that I want to talk about too. But well, yes, Kiraga three. Uh, there you go. It's so good. I it's know. so it, broken. It, it's absolutely going to make my first. I was talking to Kara. I was making. Uh, Making ahi tuna, I had posted nice. in the uh, the Discord in the what the food channel. It's making some ahi tuna with stuffed mushrooms and a balsamic roasted asparagus. Got to throw balsamic in there. And I was sitting there talking with her, all excited about all the sub job changes. Just sitting there in the kitchen, just drinking, you know, my alcohol free beer because I got my booster shot, but still want to taste the beer in my mouth somewhat. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking about how cool is it now that you can, you know, get Kiraga 3, Red Mage can start healing again, and Scholar can be even, you know, like, my, my all my arguments before kind of fade away when Kiraga oh, 3, bard. from from bards and geos and whatever other fucking job is there, yeah. you know, it, that extra healing power isn't necessarily needed now that you can, because Scholar's big weak point is AoE healing. Yep. So Scholar and Red Mage now can pretty much, as long as they have backup from bard, geo, or whatever, they can, you don't need that extra white mage now. Well, here's what's really exciting about Bard in particular with this, because everyone everyone is like, oh, I got to do DD Bard stuff, right? If you look at an Odyssey run, and let's say you want to go in for like some deep farm, like generally you have to have some kind of healer, right? And Bard is going to be the lowest on the list of as far as like your DPS parse is concerned. Yes. It just is. What if that Bard is your healer instead? Because now that's filling, that's that thing that I always talk about where you find a job that can fill two roles. And then, therefore, you're expanding the party by plus one member. If your rep mage is your tank, that'd be fine. Well, if your paladin is your tank, you're fine too. Yeah, that's I know. Like, I know, if you, <laughs> I get what you're saying, but like, I, I, I've even been considering taking it one step further because I have an evasion build for bard. Even further. <laughs> yeah, because if you go bard the white mage and you boost your evasion with your own fucking mambos, you can probably also pull on bard too. Oh, that's funny. Because yeah. Ame Gear has evasion. There you go. Yeah, you can you can pull on Bard. And the funny thing about Kiraga 3 and Tranquil Heart in general is uh, Tranquil Heart, is its potency to give you negative enmity is based on your healing magic skill. And because you're at sub-job level, your Kiraga 3s on Bard are going to pull more hate than anyone else's. 
Oh, that's actually interesting. I didn't even think of that. Yep. But also on Bard, it's already you a one get, since you're a Bard, you probably get healing magic skill gear, which is not the same as everyone else. Yeah, I mean, you can raise your skill by like 50 points or so. Like, I've, I've got sets for it. but um, I've got it, sets, it, says Fox. I do. I, I I've got, kept I, the receipts. I, I play Mage Bard. I don't play Melee Bard. Um, but like, I, I was healing um, one of these Apex Drifter parties the other night. Like, I was pulling and healing, and I was just using uh, Kiraga 3 to do it. And there, there's almost really no tax on you as long as you give yourself two ballads. So like two ballads, two mambos called a day with an evasion set. You're your own sleeper as well. And you just put plus two DDs in your party. What level is Presto? Uh, 77, never mind. Okay. That's an unfortunate question. Yeah, it's 77. Because um, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about Building Flourish and... Building Flourish is like... I, I, I for evisceration on Thief, but the problem is... Um, it's fine. It's best for its moves. attack bonus. Like it, its attack bonus is pretty sweet. Yeah, that takes two finishing moves. Not too bad. But the recast only ten seconds, so you can use yep. freaking building flourish constantly. Yeah. Well, dancer main does. Yes, it uses on like every weapon skill that isn't climactic, if that's even a way of saying it. Yeah. I mean, like we could be all over the place with all of these like different combinations and shit. I know that. That's that's a part of the point. You know, I, I saw somebody freak out about subcore. And I think oh, some core is absolute stupid. garbage. Yeah, yeah. That, don't that, don't do that for random deal. The reason random deals are good is because you have Lanoon Frock. No, it's not just that. It's without even with Lanoon Frock, it loaded sucks. deck. Loaded deck is the most important yeah. thing. It's a merit ability from from it's a merit trait from core where even having one out of five guarantees that it's going to target something on recast. Otherwise, it doesn't. So. Lanoon yeah, Frock you helps just you. Miss. Yeah, Lanoon Frock helps you possibly restore a second one, right? So, but the problem is you still have to target one that's not on recast, otherwise it's just garbage. So, not having well, loaded deck means it's Lanoon Frock also enhances loaded deck. Ah, uh, and and basically raises the rate higher. Okay, so it's um it's it's super important for it. And loaded deck, yes, you're right, is the is the main thing that that matters here. Otherwise, it's just going to miss and then you've just thrown your entire sub job away for a 20 minute recast. Yeah. 20 minute is just stupid. Woo. I mean, that's just dumb. It still yeah. should not be 20. I agree. Ten, um, it's fun. a strong ability though, but uh, like as a sub job, I don't know. I like th- it could be five minutes and it would still be useless. I think it could be, Yeah. As a sub job. Yeah. I think at level 75 when it existed, resetting berserk, um, you know, more frequently, from multiple Corsairs. Maybe they're afraid of incentivize Corsairs too much, but back then that would have been a big deal because Berserk was a bigger deal. It's, I mean, it's yeah. percentage-based, still a big deal now, but he didn't have other things. Your abilities were a huge no part of your, you know, there's, yeah, a huge part of your DPS is your abilities, but now it's not the case, so. Well, I mean, War Christ is high, but. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously there's still. You know, <laughs> yeah, Cry, I got you. Yeah, but I just think 10 minutes is fair. War Cry is a very short ability. On a recast, you can do four war cries before. <laughs> you know, it was really weird on Bard, like scrolling through my magic list and seeing Holy on there. Ooh, I mean, it's garbage. Like, I'm not trying to like bring up any particular point about Holy, but it's just really weird, like the spells you have access to now, and it's kind of strange to see. So, White Mage also should be fucking through the moon here. Even Red Mage as well, because slash Scholar now you get an extra stratagem, forty seconds off your charge, yeah. and Stona and Protect three for you know someone else that's subbing, yeah, sub Scholar 
which is cool. Yeah, Subscholar is going to be incredibly strong, especially going forward too. But Subscholar right now is super good um, because of that extra stratagem. We have white mages have wanted an extra stratagem for a long fucking time, and having a lower cooldown on it too is is even better. Um, I couldn't have asked for anything more there. But in the future, white mage is going to be able to actually use Rapture <laughs> because they have access to Holy too. Like Holy is actually going to be a nuke subscholar. Wow. Yeah. Because it's a straight 50% potency. Like it's actually going to do damage, which is super funny. And we They have access to Daybreak and all sorts of ridiculous shit. Yeah, yeah, access Rapture to Burst is, Gear now that they have Bunzi. Rapture is a 50% potency to damage a divine magic besides healing magic. And uh, um, I, I actually updated the, the Rapture page myself. Um, the damage on like uh, Banish and uh, Dia, Dia specifically, like the actual damage Dia does is enhanced by it, but not the the potency of the debuff unfortunately yeah that sucks but still i mean that's that's kind of nifty that white mage could possibly magic burst a light skill chain for actual damage which yeah, would, and it makes the job more uh dynamic and it's actually really engaging and they'll also get manifestation sleep too which is something red mages do now i mean sure they'll have actual sleep get to in the future but yeah white mage getting the the dark magic skill boost or the elemental magic skill boost from like an arts is actually going to be relevant like it'll actually be a really decent sleeper because white mage gets really good magic accuracy sleep used to be game breaking uh now it's just something you take ambuscade. to an amb- ambuscade it applies yeah. to you know that's about it so it's it's cool that we get it now yeah but i mean it 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 can't hurt like these are these are tools that you're getting for free simply by being more efficient than things you would normally do anyway um, I would actually like to explore other subjects for white mage because the, the cures are very MP efficient as is. And like sub rune for white mage is actually really interesting for being able to provide your own Valiance from there too. Yeah. Sub rune is also, I'm so as someone who's solo on on blue, I always think about how I only have shell two sub rune and having shell three now is fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Cause now your uh, sets don't have to be as janky to get yes. your uh, magic defense. Yeah. Get rid of my, my shell two sets. Oh, for sure. And then at 65, you got to watch out for sub rune because you're going to get access to your third rune at that point, too. Which would be really ridiculous because that, you know, as something it's rune... kind of it kind of infringes on runes identity, really. Well, like, I mean, yes and no, because rune still gets gear and higher level abilities like one for all lament yeah. and, and, and all the extra traits that it has to go along with that tenacity and stuff like that. Could Rune at this point, with how it's infringing upon it, use a little more diversification? Sure, but so could other jobs that need work like Scholar. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, if if one job loses some identity, then other jobs actually, like, gain some more purpose, then more power to it, honestly. I'd because, be happy like, to... jobs could use a little more balance this way. I'd be happy to see more stances now that they rolled out stances like Composure, and we already had no Inan, Yanan, Soulless, Misery. I'd be happy to see them make more stances if they can add more job abilities without ps2 limitations i'd be happy to see more stances for I would jobs too. yeah uh and especially like meaningful ones too like uh Not I, I know they've been doing that with ranger ranger's been getting hella stances they have stances yeah. out the ass yeah the ranger's got stances now so it'd be nice to see i want thief to get stances i want i mean scholar's got stances with light arts and dark arts but i could see scholar getting something something of merit scholar has no job abilities yeah basically not without uh not without arts it's got sublimation. And it has the most job abilities. Veritas and Libra. 
and and that's it. Otherwise, you merit enlightenment. That's it. That's the yeah, definition. You put your point in just an emergencies. Yeah, I mean, other, the only job with less job abilities is fucking blue mage. So one of the the main main jobs that I'm actually really excited for a lot of these changes on is actually geomancer because geomancer is very specifically heavily defined by its subjob. And I think gaining access to just a lot more tools, a lot more, even Geo Subrune. I keep talking about Subrune, right? But Geo Subrune is still providing like magic defense bonus to your entire party, whereas you can free someone else from from having to do it. You know, um, I, I I just think that there's that job has a lot of really exciting potential going on, and like being able to sub scholar and getting access to Cure Four in the future is huge as well. Like. I would love to be Geo Sub Scholar. I would main heal all day on that job. If things line up appropriately for what you're talking about with hitting 68, that means Sub Rune would give you Phalanx on every job. Yep. Which, sure would. Which is useful now because if you're like when I do Omen on blue, I sub Red Mage for Phalanx because it's more effective than Barrier Tusk percentage versus static on weaker stuff. Your, your skill's low, but you have Phalanx plus gear that makes it easily better. But now that your skills going up, you might probably get another one or two damage off on top of that. So having Phalanx could be nice just to take off an extra, what, 19, 20 damage a hit on anything. I mean, that's, that's really nice. This, for... is, this is why I've always told people to be excited about getting Phalanx plus during dark matter campaigns, not yes. weapon skill damage. Yes. Phalanx plus is so good and being able to use it in sub job capacity is going to be even stronger going forward too. So, Phalanx Plus gear is like irreplaceable, guys. You gotta pick it up. So if we get what um up to sixty eight, that's gonna be you know, twenty twenty levels, the thirty levels there of just almost thirty of just uh one skill per thing. So we're not getting too much skill. That's at least one phalanx. Oh no, no, no. You're you're getting um you get the skill on your main job, though. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're you're getting it from the sub job. So like, oh, so you don't get sub-job. okay. I thought you got one to all of your skills. So I figured sub job would still count. No, you don't get anything from your sub job, but your sub job actually your gains goes skills yes. okay. at a higher rate than you would on your main. Yeah, so like you get like three up. per level. Yeah, two or three per level. I was just thinking of the extra bonus. So that only applies to your your main combat skills in your job. Yeah, so your main anything your main job would provide. So yeah, your your combat skills and any applicable magic skills that you have access to get plus one per level. So at ninety nine, it could potentially be plus one hundred. Even right now at plus twenty, it's still pretty meaningful. And at plus forty, it's we're gonna see big differences. Like if you think about it, plus twenty is like the difference between like being like an A minus like an A minus and a B, I think, in a skill or something like that. It's like B plus A minus or something. Like it's you're basically shifting yourself an entire rating, and once we get plus forty, it's going to be another rating, and then sixty is going to be another rating, and it's it's really going to add up pretty quickly. I don't know why I said almost um, thirty; it's twenty. But um, let's see. And then think about B skill minus, tiers for magic. That's what I'm thinking at B minus for rune and enhancing. I pulled up the skill um, skill page on BG. Uh, so B minus at you should be able to hit your own failings cap. 49 is 144 going up to 68 as a b minus would mean 217 oh for if it's only being powered by sub job yeah i'm talking about phalanx power there so so what is that 17 damage a hit something like that without phalanx gear 
It's 73, so that's an extra two and a half damage without Phalanx gear, which means your other gear should round out the extra three damage off, which is nice. Yeah. Because you're not going to hit 300 skill still, because you need to have, obviously, 83 skill on top of that as a sub job like on blue mage it doesn't happen it's probably not going to happen like yeah. even with the mirror earring and like yeah. the cape it'll be close not going to get there. but even then this the formula changes at that point to be different so it doesn't matter equip your pokolma touches uh <laughs> dual wield don't carry those whatever those are yeah just get there with them with the craziest build ever i for mean three minute phalanx also dragoon gets a nice boost here too because while other jobs will all be subbing dragoon for weapon skill damage and accuracy bonus and super jump dragoon is already dragoon and now even right off the bat now it's getting um some extra store tp but also the same yep. offer it's just store tp right now um, right now yeah i'm I actually don't know how exciting Sub Sam is going to be for Dragoon going forward. Because, I mean, you already get your own J.A. Haste, so if you want to balance it out in a different way... Um, well, no, you need the Hasso on top of that, so you don't... Well, that's true. Obviously, it gives you other stuff, too, but it's important. But what if that were, like, Last Resort instead? It's just not on constantly. And, I mean, yeah. you also get a higher level of Zanshin now, so still, even though you cap out, you still that'll still proc sometimes. Store yeah. TP, you don't get anything else in traits from this point on. Uh, Konzen Itai. Oh, boy. Well, Subsam didn't seem exciting. I mean, I guess being able to... <laughs> actually, I'm not even that excited about that. It's I don't nice. know. I don't know about Subsam. I, I mean, you were going to use it for J.A. Haste. It's, it's more for the store TP and the J.A. Haste, but the store TP is the nice part. Yeah. Dragoon, Dragoon doesn't need the extra multi-attack from Sub War or anything. I mean... Yeah, you got to think about like what Drew, what Dragoon needs. Like, if anything, Dragoon needs survivability. So let's go back to Subrune for a sec. <laughs> Just always Subrune all the time. It would mess with my sets probably because Dragoon gets lower haste and the Hasso always when yeah. I say that. But also Segan is always nice too. I always put Segan third eye on if I'm in trouble. That's probably That's more true. useful than. Unless, I mean, because Rune's still not going to evade for shit with Subrune. <laughs> I know. I just, I just want to hype Subrune. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm well, it's already got right now. I think it's absolutely great for Blue Mage because it has all those self-sufficient tools. So Blue Mage being a magically resistant DD now, uh, more so than it already is, a Rune at level sixty-five plus would be really nice for Blue Mage. Yeah. The the one job I haven't really talked about that seems kind of strange to me that I haven't yet is is Beastmaster and. I just Aqua outside killer. of outside of Kirag. Oh, no, not sub Beastmaster, but like, what is Beastmaster main gonna do with some of this stuff? You know, and the answer is really not a lot. Like, it doesn't gain seem to gain as much as a lot of other jobs do. Like, what's it gonna get out of Sub Dragoon that it can't do out of Snarl anyway? Right? Um, Kiraga three, yeah, but only if I'm playing Beastmaster because no one else in their right mind is gonna sub White Mage. You know, uh, so I mean, I guess be Subrune if I'm gonna stay on the Subrune train. So I mean, what about what about Pup Sub Beast now with Tandem Blow Two and stuff? Extra stuff, extra subtle blow in the mix. There you go. That is actually pretty interesting. As long as it's not specific to Jug Pets, and I hope it's not, um, that could be really useful. Like the the Tandem stuff pretty is niche, pretty but... yeah, but it's like free. It's Tandem Strike is like free accuracy. And then Tandem Blow is like free, um, free subtle blow. So that that breaks the subtle blow too, actually, which is more important. Yeah, because it's you know having there's so much gear that you have to put on to get that subtle blow on pup. You can get it. It's blue. You know, you get that extra subtle blow from the belt and the ring 
the Komodo ring, and then the uh, recently some other piece, the pants. Then what is it? The pants, I think, from Empaka. Yep. Empaka so I mean, pants. you get those pieces, but you know that's that's two. But having to put all the other pieces on is not fun. No one must put her cans on or something that they have. Can Pup wear Sherida? Uh, yes. I don't remember. Yes. Okay, so Nygmata oh, wait, no, no, not Sherida. Not and, Sherida. And Moonbow. Not, no, 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 not Sherida. I was thinking Sheer Earring. I'm... Oh, Pup is on Moonbow, though. Moonbow yes, Belt. Yes, Moonbow Belt, but it's not on Sherida Earring. Yeah, so you already get 25 Subtle Blow 2 anyway. You can already Pup. cap Subtle Blow 2. It's just... Oh, that's less exciting. It's just you have to wear other gear that you don't want to put on, like her cans. With, so, like, it's just a, there's, a, there's a set. Oh, in the, in for the, the Subtle Blow not, 1. Yeah, the Subtle Blow 1's the problem. Yeah, so I mean, I guess if you're overcapping on Subtle Blow 2, we can do that whole thing that confuses everyone where you cap uh, 50 uh, Subtle Blow 2 and use 25 Subtle Blow 1 to cap it. I mean, Fencer got stronger now, too, at 58 when we hit 58 sub. Uh, For Beastmaster? A sub Warrior. Oh, yeah, Sub Warrior. I mean, if you're if you're doing Fencer on a job, like I guess like Paladin. Ranger. Ranger, yeah. Yeah, I can see Ranger. That's definitely true. Here's another thing yes. too. Um, we don't get Savage Blade on Samurai, even though it gets the skill. Are we sure we're gonna get um, Howling Fist on Dancer or something? Even though, well, it's a quested weapon skill. Well, yeah, I figured it's that's why we don't get it. But well, Howling Fist wouldn't be a quested one. It's just simply tied to the fact that your monk is sixty-one. Yeah, I just was hoping that they don't make anything different on the way up. Because I don't think there's any other weapon skills that that subjobs provide that you wouldn't gain access to at their appropriate level that they're providing them. So I, I don't think there's a situation where it would just your be sub job specific, like uh, with like yeah. sanguine blade or, you know, any, any hand to hand weapon skill. Exactly. Yeah. So because the weapon actually, because the sub job hard provides that weapon skill, that's why I think that weapon skill is going to be available. Uh, what about, I mean, it, it's not, that great you get triple attack but i mean for ninja accomplice and collaborator you were saying i was thinking sub like uh, yeah sub thief later on with ninja <laughs> i mean i don't know how yeah. meaningful any triple attack could be at this point well, but you also gain assassin so i mean that's not nothing either oh that's right that's the yeah. that's the big yeah. reason sub thief isn't great assassin would make trick attack super good yeah, it would give you like more force criticals and stuff that would actually that see that yeah. so we're talking about ninja ninja with savage jobs. blade Ninja with Savage Blade being able to sneak attack, trick attack is actually pretty neat. We're, we're talking on infringing on jobs. Honestly, if you're not subbing Dragoon, I could see you subbing Thief to plant hate in the tank. Yeah. With trick you have a really safe job to do it, too. And honestly, the, the tanks could probably sub Thief as well and steal enmity from people. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. So yeah, that, it's, it's honestly, just really interesting. That, that honestly takes all of Thief's use case. Trick attack with Assassin. I forgot about Assassin. It's just Treasure Hunter. Yeah, yeah tre it, it, they took everything from Thief at a certain point. It needs something. It needs something. Because right now, it, I think it's a good job. It just needs a little polish like Ranger got. That's um, how I've always felt. Like I always felt like it, it just doesn't have as many shiny things as other jobs do. Like It, it needs updates really, really badly. Like everything it does, it just kind of does less than other jobs do. And I'm not just hating on Thief because I, I would like Thief to be good, but it, it just to me, I don't have a reason to bring a Thief when you can bring a Dancer. Oh, oh, here's an idea. You know how we make fun of Sub Warrior on on Paladin? Yeah. What What about when we get Retaliation on Paladin with Aegis? Retaliation's uh is pretty fancy. I already gear my Aegis for counter, so yeah, that's what I. That's yeah. Because you ain't blocking with yeah. shit with that already, so yeah, for real. So retaliation could be—I mean, it's not cocoon, but you're a paladin already. 
It's not like you're getting cocooned well, on Rune Fence or whatever. The only thing you sacrifice through retaliation is just your movement speed. Yeah. So, I, honestly, it's fine. I you, The problem with Paladin is always passing the accuracy check. Like, that one's a pain in the balls. So, that that's actually what limits counter as well. Like, you have to make sure you maintain your end light. You got to make sure that the party's actually buffing you like they should be, but rarely do. You know, that sort of shit. Um, but yeah, like as, if, as long as you're countering and, and the cool thing about that is like, you'd be countering and gaining TP and nothing's to say you can't shield block on a retaliation. So now that we're getting higher skill, we no longer have to wear our silver on hand shoes. Plus one. No, you plus can't retaliate skill. it with the shield block. It says it on the page. No. I was hoping you'd be able to block. Nope. Cause Im- imagine a situation where like now you can wear reverence hand plus three and you get the shield mastery bonus. So you're gaining TP from blocks, you're gaining TP from retaliations. So Paladin would just be pumping out atonements or Savage Blades and calling it a day. Speaking of Paladin now, and speaking of Embos, everyone would have Rampart. Yeah. But you can't use yeah. it on, obviously, because you're not main Paladin. But um, Rampart sub, on Rune Fencer? Sub Paladin not looking terrible now. You get Rays, you have your Circle, of course, you would have Rampart later on. And Rampart on Runefencer stacking the, uh, the yeah. that 25% with your 75% PDT. I, I think it gives you some tools, honestly. If you're trying to avoid yeah. more special damage, subbing Paladin could have a place. It's only 30 seconds, but depending on the fight. You can save somebody. Um, it would be yet another tool to also bridge the gap between um, Valiance and Lament and all that. Yeah. Just throw that in as yet another stopgap to do full reduced damage. And it's nice to nice to have raise on your job too when you do that because you didn't have raise before on Rune Fencer. Yeah, that's the big thing there too. I was looking. You get holy shell three Ooh-hoo. reprisal. Ooh, oh yeah, think about that. You'd have reprisal on any job with a shield now. Yeah, and that's another argument for like stuff that Red Mage could do because it gets a solid shield skill. You wouldn't get foil. And also with composure, I would wonder if reprisal would not have a ridiculous uh, duration. Watch Paladin is just absolutely bitch because Red Mage has like a twelve-minute reprisal, and Paladins are stuck at three. I could see Martell like flying out to SE and killing everyone in the building. <laughs> yeah, but anything that, involves, funny, anything that involves anything involves Paladin, Martell wants it to always fall on Paladin's yeah. favor. I could, I could just imagine the salt that would come off him for that one. Yeah, he feed him to a horse at that point. But think about it. You know, good thing he's not a thief. Otherwise, he already would have found him in his closet or something. <laughs> for real. I'm looking forward to playing Thief this weekend. I wanted to go on Pup, but I'm like, nah. I got to get on and buy all the Baitetsu I can and, and run with Vajra for the first time ever. Well, I guess, I guess my advice would be to just play the jobs that are going to be more difficult to get into groups in group content like Dynamis and stuff. Stuff. So, like, well, if I mean, you're gonna get points and, on thief or whatever, thief for kind of a toss up. Yeah, but pup can solo. Yeah, like, like pup can low man. Like, there's less issue there. You know, blue can solo. Blue can low man. Thief. People are gonna be mad at me, but they will not. Thief does not solo nearly as well as those other two jobs do. Of course not. Don't, yeah, don't get so mad at you for stating it, the facts. It, it's very <laughs> right. It, it's very trust dependent. While the other jobs are less trust dependent, but they're still trust dependent too for like buffs and stuff. So I would say just try to do group content on the janky jobs that you want to be good, but you know you have some difficulty with. And I'm not saying for you directly, but for people listening too, it's probably a good thing to do to like go into these omen runs or go into these dynamis runs on these on these jobs and try to get uh, 
points that way if you're feeling discouraged by not getting group invites or whatever. And you know, Sub Dancer gets super nice too when we go higher here because you're going to get Skill Chain bonus 2, Dual Wield 3 at 60, uh, Accuracy bonus 2, and then Subtle Blow 3 at 65. So really, Dancer is bringing out a much deeper... Dual three. Yeah, a much deeper... Yeah, for Corsair especially. And even, I, even Bard. The reason I dislike Sub Dancer is because Correct. you have to gear like extra dual wield for it, or you have to keep up Haste Samba, which is really bad at a sub job level. Like it it's is. great for the rest of your party, but it murders your TP to keep it up. And the difference between uh, dual wield two and three is twice that of any other tier. So, yeah, it's pretty huge. Like is it's the main reason I I go out of my way to avoid subbing Dancer in content, and I will sub Ninja instead if I need dual wield. Anytime I see skill chain bonus, I, I get excited because that's a big deal to me because I always try to skill chain. Yeah. I, I've, yeah, you know. it's just free damage at this point. Yeah. It's and my it, CDC. It's free, CDC. Damage. it's free damage with the Naomi you're skill chaining in anyway. Exactly. It meshes so. with that so well. Yeah. Skill chains have come into their own in this game in a way that is great. I love how things have changed because there's a lot of exciting changes here, but it's also going deeper into refining without the like se can't possibly juggle all the things they've added but like when they look at it like we are in in some meeting or something over some uh pocky or something i don't know what they eat in their in their, me in their meetings <laughs> i don't know what they eat maybe they have like fried squid in a stick something delicious like that, that um sounds delicious with you know some eel sauce <laughs> so good uh, you know and they sit there and they like like us and it's like you know it wouldn't be that broken and you know but it adds such depth to the things people are already doing because sub jobs are one of the most unique things about this game and this really takes it to an extra level there yeah i agree and but it's not so much so that you know all of a sudden people are just like freaking out and there's just like only one way of doing things i mean sub dragoon aside <laughs> as stupid but as even if we look at that we're talking about dancer and and other jobs here bring a lot to the table besides hate clearing you know yeah. And even sub warrior still is good. You still get you get an extra thirty HP from the HP bonus. You get an extra two percent double attack, and I'm sure what else you get. And besides, we get you know retaliation is going to be rather nice actually. I think that's going to when retaliation comes around, people are going to talk more about sub warrior again because if I'm on blue mage sub warrior and I have orcish counter stance up with the counter trait, counter gear, and retaliation, that's pretty good. It is pretty good as a DD. Imagine when with shadow. We're at master level 99 and you're on blue mage and you get two more shadows. <laughs> it's so good. But um, all joking aside, like this is going to do some really cool things for white mages and scholars for like Kursna and being able to remove doom. Oh, yes. Sir. Um, this is going to be good for summoner and reaching higher tiers of because uh, plus 100 skills are real thing and getting higher tiers of, uh, of avatar avatar um, debuffs and traits and stuff is uh, not traits, but avatar. Uh, Avatar potencies. It's another huge one. Um, trying to think what else. Like there, there's like a lot of like really broken magic things. Oh, red mages. <laughs> red red mages being able to just like naturally cap frazzle and distract three and just like just throw on like tons of mind and stuff and magic accuracy. accuracy. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's absolutely absurd. I mean, yeah. The mat the magic side of things is going to be pretty bonkers, and that's what SE would need to watch out for. Yes, I agree. But how but about how about all the random bullshit you can get sub summoner now, eh? eh? Like healing Ruby two, yeah, based on Carbuncle's HP. <laughs> Dream Shroud. That's funny. That kind of takes me back to the Frog Ambuscade. I was like, you know what? 
Um, I'm going to, I'm going to be on, on white mage sub summoner. I'm going to help this dude do his skill chain on, uh, on monk. I'm going to make sure that I can just mew off the problem as it occurs. And like the biggest problem to sub summoner is that your pet just explodes when things look at it. And we hella died because Kate Sith could not survive anything the frog was doing. And that's just what I think about anytime someone mentions sub summoner. It's, it's really unfortunate that I just don't think there's ever going to be like a use for sub summoner again. How Outside about of like it was always to like absorb thing. damage. It was never ever useful even at 75 as a sub, really. Yeah, like you, you split damage with it, or 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 you used it to find um Angramayu when it teleported around. How about like, this? How about like how about Bard sub Corsair when the cap goes up higher to give naturalist roll? That's pretty cute. Yeah. You have to imagine it'll be cut in half, mm -hmm. but rolling a three would mean you're getting 7% man enhancing magic duration. I mean, if as long as you want to throw your bard away. If you have a geo in the party, it's an extra 5%. Because, well, the only problem I see with that is you're, is you're paying the opportunity cost of not doing something like sub-white mage for Kirog 3 or sub-scholar for Cure 4 and like basically being a full-powered mage. Well, what job do you think could sub-core and actually not be compromising much to gain something for the party? I mean, it was cute with the naturalist role, of Nobody. course, but... Yeah. Nobody sub-core is just not good. Yeah, I mean, but Dancer's role, man. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine wasting your party's time with that. That's... I mean, I could see some weird scenario, like when we were fighting Odin, you had to increase your defense. Maybe, maybe you need Gallant's role or something. I mean, it's something. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be like some way you could like argue niche stuff if you've yeah, done the yeah, exact math uh, for the exact stats you need. Well, yeah, that's true. It'd be just a waste. But um, imagine trying to roll sub core on Dancer to get that exact stat you need. <laughs> because you don't have estimate. any of the goodies that core has. Like, there's no snake eye. You don't get fold. Like, you, you get that one roll, and if you fuck up, you log out. Um, yeah. <laughs> I used to do that back in the day. It was terrible. I haven't done it ever since, but it's level 75 people yeah. log out all the time when they bust. The cool thing, though, that a lot of people don't understand uh, about how core works is that once you're at like level 68 for a sub job, the difference between 68 and 99 is not as high. So you're actually going to have a higher potency roll. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking of. Yep. Yeah, I was cutting it in half because you're half the level. But yeah, well, I mean, fortunately, you're actually correct still because you are literally half the level. But that difference is that gap is going to close. It's going to increase to a third. Yeah, so there's less for, for XP roll in a party, though, for sure, extra CP if you don't have a core. Yeah, I mean, if you have that one character, it's like not doing anything. So we have EXP, we have CP, and now since this is exemplar points, is it just EP, as in everyone's getting their EP on? Uh, I try not to address it directly, because exemplar points is like the stupidest name they could have put on this. It's EPs, man. It's EPs. Easy prey. See that? Yeah, That's I what know. You did there. I know. I can't wait for Chocobo Jig. All these notes. Think of how great it'll be to do any mission in this game now with sneaking invis on every job and chocobo jig. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they share the same thing. So you're not going to be able to do both, but chocobo jig. Just always you in that movement speed, man. Yes. Got to go fast. <laughs> Got to go fast. <laughs> so fast. All right, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> oh man, I was thinking Sonic the Hedgehog. Oof. But yeah, there's a lot of cool. stuff. Stuff, a lot of cool stuff to talk about, but it, it's it's more right now. It's more novel than it is useful, though. Like I, I want to keep it in perspective. Like there's a lot of cool stuff you can do, but it goes back to my age old gripe with what's going on is that there's really nothing to apply it to, and the design flaw of all of this is that the only content we could apply it to 
we can't use sub jobs in. So you're just getting like skill bonuses basically and, and attribute bonuses, which are still good. Like plus 20 is cool, but you're not actually like we can't use this cool sub job thing for any content that's relevant that we couldn't just slaughter before. So I don't know. I'm really looking forward to what they release in the future for sure. I'm looking forward to going blue sub dark and using consume mana. <laughs> just shooting yourself directly in the foot. I got to zona, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I you do have a Tizona. That That is a factual statement. <laughs> you know, I actually looked over uh, Consume Mana, and I was thinking, maybe, maybe on White Mage, I could, <laughs> I could Mystic Boon like a champion. <laughs> would it, well, you would take all your MP, but would you get it back with Mystic Boon? Well, I woke up at the hospital, and they actually told me I had had a stroke. <laughs> And that I should take it easy for the rest of my life. A mystic boon with consumata. I mean, oh. that's what darks already do, right? Oh, so true. it's like that, or like you could you could go scholar sub dark and have like the sickest spirit taker of all time. <laughs> my summoner is a mainline frontline job. It did five thousand damage, and I didn't miss this time. Spirit taker. Well, no, you're gonna have assassin now, so it's gonna be like back in the day when you're farming summoner sub thief. For your torque on Dune Widow or something, and you gotta use sneak attack spirit taker. You have a assassin right. now. Oh boy. Trick attack spirit taker. Yeah, you hear that everybody? We can retire Merker. It's dead now. We speaking, now have assassin sneak attack and trick attack. Speaking of Merker, um speaking of Mur, how you know we made fun of him for the, the dancer sub monk or dancer with hand to hand I know this time and, and it's gonna be good now I'm I'm, yeah. I'm more than certain it's gonna be good yeah this is this is unfortunate because just just the extra kick on dancers TP phase is gonna be silly if nothing had ever happened well yeah if you're, yeah, if you're using hand to hand yeah but if nothing had ever happened in this world in this game and ended then he would he would not be right but now now he's gonna be right he's rolling over in his canceled subscription he's he's probably jumping up and down doing his I told you so thing where he yells very loudly and makes a big exhaling noise of wind. He goes like, whoa, whoa, you know, like that kind of, <laughs> it does make, it does wonder if, uh, it does make me wonder if he'll come back because uh, I did see Claire running around in game. Ah, oh, wait, he hasn't been on the game. He's been playing. No, I, I don't seen know him. what he's playing. I wouldn't know either. Yeah. He's, he's always playing random stuff like street fighter. Oh, maybe he's happier now. He's playing zombies. It, it was just weird. Like I saw one of them, but like they both weren't back in the game. Like I figured he would jump it. He has muscle power. Muscle power for you. Oh god, I, dude, that phrase, that phrase is burned into me now. Yes, it was playing constantly when we were there. <laughs> it was so constant. It was like the anthem of that Saturday. Yes. He was, he's nervous about going to his wedding. I'm like, dude, he's playing Zongiv. He's like muscle power, and he's like, I'm dude, you're gonna be late for your own wedding if you don't stop with your muscle power. <laughs> I'm riding riding with you in the backseat, man. Come on. Yeah, man. Oh, I had a story too about vacation I just thought of now that I didn't bring up last time that was super super something, but I mean if we had to finish and we had to finish the episode first before I do this. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if there's anything we haven't covered. We we like covered all the theory crafting everything I can think of as well. Yeah, there's like it's, a lot of ridiculous shit that's coming it's, out. It's gonna be weapon it's usage. It's gonna be weapons usage over time from skills going up and weapon skills unlocked, like howling fist stuff. It's gonna be that niche stuff where people go, Oh man, now that we can do this, you know, or how this weapon combines with this sort of thing. It's gonna be like these random ones that come up here and there. So, I mean, we can't cover all of it, of course. I mean, you can always self-skill chain ad infinitum with Tornado Kick now, right? Yeah? It's like detonation and, <laughs> and, and 
it, it, it goes pretty far, but it's it's uh it does okay. <laughs> it's three it's three traits, man. None of which are more than level one, but it's gone. I mean really all of this falls through if it turns out that like Dancer just needs too much support or its TP phase is too slow. Because you gotta remember it also doesn't have like all the martial arts gear that everyone else has. It can so wear both you, earrings and it's gonna get martial arts uh yeah. Or? But I mean, one of the one of the benefits to dancer, a lot like thief, is that its TP phase is fast. Like so, dancer, thief, ninja, they're they're all about like as much TP as possible. So like slowing it down. While I speculate that dancer sub monk is going to be like really cool, like it, you have potential of doing like really cool things with those weapon skills, and it's very synergistic sounding on paper. Um, I don't know if the slowing down is going to be worth using those particular weapon skills over more powerful or more skill and, and strength. You'll and have a 320 delay. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll have at 61, so we'll at 61 you'll have... You'll have Hey Samba 2. Yeah, so Hey Samba 2 with the extra 10% could cover the gap there. But So your hand-to-hand is going to be, what, an extra 100 delay or something? Maybe, what, 70-something, depending on the weapon you use? I don't know what weapon you're using. It'd be Karambit. I don't know. Is that like 80, 96? It's plus 96, yeah. Uh, ooh, look at me guessing. I don't even have the fucking weapon. I don't play hand-to-hand jobs like that. You had um, a choice of like three different delays it could have possibly been? I I have King Konkin, and none of those are that, that number. None of those three are that True. number. So I have God Hands and weapon. I have God Hands and Konkin. They're not average delays. Uh, so yeah, so you would have 96 plus 320. I mean, you I mean, it's, it's going to be higher delay. You're going to be 400 something, but I mean... Yeah, uh, everything with Definitely it is naturally synergistic, but naturally synergistic doesn't mean that it'll actually unfold like a beautiful flower. Like it could just like look like shit. I mean, it doesn't mean it'll outdo your your enough. daggers and skill chains because hand to hand's not a big yeah. skill chain weapon. Because you also have to think that those those same like daggers and stuff are now getting all of the mastery level bonuses. So you're getting like plus twenty more decks. Um, you're getting like plus twenty. Oh well, plus. I can't math right now, but 0.9 times your skill rating, accuracy, and attack. You know, stuff like that. Let's call it 17. Sure. Probably like 18. We'll call it 17 because it's probably correct. It's probably, it's probably about 17, 18. Uh, yeah, so Ruger Storm's also a higher modifier for sure, but I mean... I mean... It might be good, it just might be eclipsed by simply like straight up better weapon skills. Like, Yeah, and the fact that Howling Fist and Trina Kick don't skill chamber shit. They make fusions, and Dancer needs fusion, so that's a They're thing. They're level ones, though, so you got to use multiple to use a fusion. So, I mean, yeah, but at least, at least you can make fusion on Dancer. Like, Dancer doesn't live in that world. Yeah, but like, what are you going to do? Like, Burning Blade to Flat Blade? Yeah. Like, it's at, least, it's at least an option that does damage. You're still having to do, you know, something and then Howling Fist to close a fusion. The same thing, you know. I know it's X damage, but it's still, you're not doing a fusion property weapon skill in the heat of battle. True. True, but it's still there, and it's still a productive weapon skill, or at least skill chain, that can give you fusion. And as a dancer, it really hurts not having fusion. It hurts a lot of jobs. Yeah, for real. Because everyone wants a Savage Blade, and when everyone is Savage Blading, what you're doing on Dancer feels terrible because you don't have a fusion weapon skill. And then here comes the lonely greatsword Dark Knight. (laughs) Right. Fucking nothing. You know, Fox, I'm proud we had a episode that was about, you know, the game and not, you know, an English breakfast. And it was overwhelmingly positive. 
Oh, dude, this is this is the best thing SE has done to breathe life into this game since the level cap went to 99 and since it went to 119 with gear with the expansion pack. This is the best thing they've done um, since then. I mean, nothing else is really... I mean, we can talk about all the great content we want, but as a core basis of the game, this changes... You can add all the content you want, but this changes the game with how much life it breathes into it like nothing else before the aforementioned things. And that's good for now, but they need to give us content that we can use it on or it may wear off. Like, its novelty may end up wearing off, and that's what yeah. I'm afraid of. If we don't have content to apply it to and to actually challenge us, we're simply applying an even bigger bazooka to stuff that we were already destroying before. So, yeah, man, I'm gonna have to gonna have to stay on my summoner now. I'm not gonna be able to clear my ionic weapon. It's so difficult, <laughs> right? Master ninety nine level. I'm ninety nine slash master ninety nine. I I can't beat that ultimate NM. The hardest one in the game. It's Shaw, I can't do it. It's too much. Shaw, too powerful. <laughs> it's he is the king. He keeps summoning dudes. Yeah, I every time dudes. I kill a dude, it's just another dude. And I'm not killing the dudes fast enough, and now they're getting shields. What's happening? I got charmed. How do you counter that? <laughs> I got charmed. <laughs> well, you see, you murder your entire party, and then you wipe it. They reduced my HP to one. I, I just, you know. But yes, I think I think that'll do it though. I'm I'm excited for the future because they said they're playing new content, so this proves to me oh it doesn't prove it to me. The proof happens when it happens. But this demonstrates to me an inclination towards not only being thoughtful about issues with the game, like dis de incentivizing uh, you know I mean, obviously it was it probably to incentivize low you know, players that don't have points to come get points. I mean, how cool is it that level sinks a thing again? And not like a way that kills you. It you still have all the gear you've always implemented had. intelligently. Yes. Like this is a far more the intelligent decision than they're used to demonstrating to us. Yes, yes, for the first time. I was I was didn't even think of level sync until you said it. And I go, you're like, so how about that level sync? And I go, What what about level sync? And you're like, Oh man, I'm like, oh, oh man. Yeah, you just have to make sure that you remember not to level sync after your bard is done. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you do that, Afterwards, they'll kill you. Like yes. they'll actually reach through your internet connection and take your life. Slash log out, go back to town and shout for a part. Yeah. It'll be tra tragic. But yeah, that's it's it's nice. But that demonstrates to me that if they've done that and they're thoughtful about it in the way that they incentivizes the problem of selling points and re incentivizes, you know, players who don't have points to come in and stuff like that to help out other players when the caps go up again and so on and so forth throughout all time now. Uh, that they, as they said, they're pointing content. This shows to me that they're thinking out this in a level that shows that they are going to have pretty good content. Because honestly, in my opinion, it's great content. So it didn't take too much to make that. So if that's what they're thinking about and they're doing this, and Odyssey was a big step up in difficulty, then I think by sometime, you know, mid next year, I think we'll actually have. <laughs> it sounds a lot, but that's only six months from now. I'm not a very optimistic person, but I am actually optimistic that they'll have content that rises to this occasion, yes. I think they're putting their, their content where their mouth is. Uh, pretty sure you can pay for that too. But... No, no, my credit card's maxed out. <laughs> I have a Vajra now. Maxed out for your Vajra. Awesome. Okay, so the story, since we're done now, that I forgot to mention last time. Uh, I have to get in the voice and everything for this. So, do you ever just sit next to someone and hear stories you didn't anticipate you'd hear that night? Uh, yeah, Abject is still in our group. Yes, yes, well, not just Abject. Imagine oh. 
someone else that's not abject is a stranger. So Felgar is still in our group. Is Felgar he fuck Addy? He I'm tells st- some pretty interesting stories about stuff. Okay, well, how about this interesting story you tell me pre-show about him setting, trying to set, because you can't even set it yet, auto-refresh on Paladin <laughs> Sub-Blue with blue spells? Yeah. So first of all, auto-refresh, you need eight points for it. Right now you can only, you can't, it's level 58, you need Light of Penance still to get auto-refresh Sub-Blue. So auto-refresh Sub-Blue will be a thing. We didn't even talk about Sub-Blue. There's not too much to get there, but uh, Fright Farrar is still not going to land for shit. But, it, you know, it's, it's nice. Maybe maybe there'll be enough magic accuracy in the world to make that happen sub blue. Um, Someday. But <laughs> it still can land. It's still something you can use. Why not? Just um, talk really nicely with your Idris Geo and friend and <laughs> hope th- that he Take provides. off your food for a crepe or uh, Altana's Repus plus two if you're Felgar. Altana's <laughs> Repus plus two. <laughs> That's something Felgar would do to land Fright for Rar, I guarantee you. Uh, like Men's Warehouse. He's going to like the way you look. I guarantee you, Felgar. I love the way I just like so cavalier, just like threw that food away, basically. Yeah, yeah. I stayed, I stayed logged in and everything. <laughs> Dude, I we mentioned it before. I've mentioned it especially. It naturally. He's like, uh, would anyone be mad if I just logged out at the event and saved the food for next time? Would anyone be <laughs> anyway? He's like, would anyone, anyone be mad if I'm about to die if I warped out and kept my food? <laughs> yeah, Can I just leave the event to save my food if we're gonna wipe an Odyssey. Yeah, that's uh, no. It takes a special sort <laughs> of Felgar, but this time Felgar was what was he doing, Fox? Uh, you know, he was he, he was excited about some blue blue on Paladin because at level fifty he thought he'd be able to set auto refresh. And he was can. like, I'm gonna have extra refresh now because yeah, for one you can't. For two, Paladin gets auto refresh tier one. <laughs> so, um, when Keep in mind when when like setting these subjobs and getting excited about the things that these subjobs can do as they level up, they are not additive. They they will simply replace tiers of things that are there. So if you are you're getting that tier, you can't get that tier again. You're, you're, it's just the same tier already. So so the same thing. Crazy. Same thing with blue mages. Uh, um, master, job master. What the fuck is it? The job trait bonus thing from uh, from blue getting... sub thief's gonna get triple attack. Yeah, which is somewhat interesting too because we'll save you points. Yes, it will, and you can still set double attack, and your triple attack yeah. is weaker anyway. It was three percent versus five, and your double attack is like seven percent versus ten. Um, you would have now have twelve of your sub warrior. So, mm, but with yeah. the zona too, it depends. It's a lot of things that depend there. It's really not a big difference either way. Multi attack, but the accomplice is nice. There's a lot of situations where I'm doing like weird niche things on Blue Mage, though. I want the points. Yeah, I've wanted the points too. Yeah. Yes. So you would save sacrificing a sub job for points is is sometimes worthwhile. You would save a spot and seven points, but the problem is too. Uh, I I do like the seven decks and like was it like twenty HP you get from Thrashing Assault? So you have to set something different. But then you're getting you're going to lose three strength. Oh, we'll get that from our mastery levels. You bear it. Yeah, uh, it, it'd be cool if you get if you get extra points on Blue, but you don't. Um, yeah, but not all our subjobs will. Threshing Assault is uh, like three strength or two strength, something like that. With um, I don't want to set it with either Acrid Stream for the decks if I'm using CDC, or I change that to what is the other one? I don't even remember at the top of my head. I haven't been in the game long, but I mean, it's you know a matter of a few points versus you know a few slots versus HP and decks. There's a lot of things you can do now on blue with that, but yeah, saving points for triple attacks a big deal. 
So they don't stack is the thing I was really pointing out. Yes, I'll be, I was trying to say before I got distracted thinking about my spell sets. Oh yeah, sets. your story. Your I was story. visualizing my spell sets in my head while I'm trying to talk to you about it. So I'm I'm talking slowly, but I'm visualizing it as I'm saying it. So that's why I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking, which is not a thing humans do. You actually switch between two things rapidly. You can't do two things at once. You're not a computer. But um, the same thing, like you know, your your tier enhancement, your gift, your job gift. That's what it is. Thank you. Your your twelve hundred gift. It doesn't stack with things like or oh, refresh on your job already. So anyone who's played blue knows that you know these things don't stack. Yep. But yes, he was very excited to get auto refresh on Paladin. Yes. If only Paladin had auto refresh, Velgar'd be happy. Yeah. It's almost like they get that trait. Like I think around like level twenty five now. I don't know. I think that would be a good level for them to get it. Why is it so fun to punch down on people? <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably wrong about that auto refresh level, to be totally honest. For what? For Paladin. Uh, I don't know I'll what level you. they get it at. I have the bugs in front of me, and the bugs says. It's probably like in the 80s. Auto refresh as a trait. Fuck uh, is 35. It? I was close. I was 10 off. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's level 35. 35. I think someone, I guess, at 25. That's probably what Which I was is doing. a big deal back in the day at 35 when you're partying and have no sort of refresh. Oh man, that was a big deal. Not a big deal now though. No, uh, yeah, you can just sub blue and get it. That's right. So wait. So Carrot and I were at a comedy show, which I've mentioned before. And we're sitting next to a soldier on leave from Italy right now for some R and R. Um, and he's sitting next to us, and he decides that, you know, out of everyone there, he's gonna get fucked up. So this guy goes by himself to the bar and comes back with like five beers for himself. Five big beers. And then gets four more big beers for himself halfway through the show. It's like, anyone wants to get another beer? We're going to do intermission. You know, and this guy's had like 10 beers in the span of like an hour. <laughs> so, nice. So, so, you know, when that happens, you start telling stories. But the problem is, so this guy is from, he was from North Carolina. And he lost his voice. So then when I start doing... Dude, how's he telling you a story? Wait, what? When I start doing the voice, it's going to be off. And then as I do it, it'll get into it. So we're sitting next to the guy. He actually is actually really close to how he sounds. And we're sitting next to him. And he says, You know, do you know how hard it is to get laid when you sound like Pinocchio? And this is to a T wow. how he sounds like. What the fuck? Yeah. It fucking sucks, man. But then he goes into this story about how he went to one of these sex clubs in Berlin, which is known for its clubs on top of, you know, sex clubs, like the Kit Kat Club and stuff. Carrot opens the door because she knows it's coming. (laughs) She opens the door and looks at me. (laughs) Wow. All right. You can close the door, hon. Okay. It's okay. So I went to this club and there was this prostitute. And, and you know, she let me fuck her for free, but then she had a friend. <laughs> and I did not I did not ask for this story, so this is going to go a lot of ways. Well, no, you never ask for these stories. I didn't ask for this story. He just started telling me, because he's, he's yeah, wasted. Yeah, they're always organic. Yes. And so, the condition was I could fuck her for free, but her friend has to fuck me. So, dude, she puts a strap on on and starts pegging me. <laughs> I'm like, Ow. I'm sitting there, and I'm sipping my beer, and I'm like, Okay, go on. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's going on? And dude, she's begging me and my ass still hurts. 
And I'm like, okay. He's like, I woke up in the street, like bent over, woke up in the street and my ass is killing me. I don't know what happened, but I remember. And this is his voice the whole time, just like this. Imagine hearing this story with a guy who's voiced like this. But I remember there's this guy in the bathroom and there's like this big trough, you know? And I'm like, yeah, because you go to clubs, they have a big trough in the bathroom. It's normal. And dude, there's this guy, he's got his head in the trough, asking me to piss in his mouth. (laughs) And I'm just... I don't sound like Shaggy. I'm talking about the comedy boat. It's not Shaggy. It doesn't sound like Shaggy. We mean, well, first of all, are we talking, you know, you know, it wasn't me, Shaggy, you know, on the bathroom floor? Or are we talking, you know, like Zoink Scoop? It wasn't me. <laughs> like Zoink Scoop. Which is also very bad, but that's... Anyway, so that was, that was the thing that came to mind. I didn't tell that story. So if anyone wanted to hear me sitting there... That was sipping on a beer while a guy talks about his ass getting gaped open by being pegged and waking up in the street and having a guy ask him to piss in his mouth just while you're trying to sit there and enjoy your beer at a comedy show. Not <laughs> carry us to the door. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, Look, the, the the I mean the, the content of the story. The guy sounds like weird, Pinocchio. Right? So the story is one thing, but the guy sounds like that the whole time he's telling me this story. Yeah, he he sounds like that. And he's also just volunteering the story. Yes, yes. And what's great, too, is when the show's over, he's drunk, but he's going to the, the comic after the show. He's like, thanks, everyone, for coming. Da, da, da. And he, like, he starts talking to him afterwards. He's like, so what Let do you know? Let me tell you about what happened. What do you know about the Kit Kat Club tonight? Is that a place? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, God. And the guy just looks at him like, uh, yes, everybody knows about the Kit Kat Club. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, and he's just like, I was thinking of going. And this guy's like, he's like, that's his way of being drunk and asking for advice. He's like, so what should I do? It's like, just go to the club. And that's, that's, that's a place. Walk into the establishment and just ask them to be gentle. What I described is basically what you would expect at the Kit Kat Club. So, I mean, that's basically, you know, to run out the episode there, we had to include uh, that had to be included. I don't know how that's going to sound with my voice there, but you know, I, I did. I did feel we were missing something. Yes, yes. Clearly, abject clearly did, that filled the void. Abject sent no email. That will have to do. And if anyone wants to send us an email, so we don't have to talk about stories about pissing in people's mouth while you have a gaping anus. I think have to is is a strong way to. If anyone would like that. to send an email, you can always email us at wtfinvonadeal at gmail or you can join the Discord, which is which is a fun place. It's a fun place. It can be. Um, and post an abject trash channel where all the trash is located. Uh, and you know, or or you know, join the Reddit. We've mentioned R slash Final Fantasy Eleven a lot of times. Or Fox. What else can they do? I don't know what they can do. Um. Well, I know you mentioned the Discord, and that's usually what I tell them to do. Yeah, you can join our our LS, so they can be directed to the Discord. <laughs> Is our LS still a thing? I haven't been on. I mean, somebody talked in it today. Ah, I only noticed because I was eating my curry and far away from my keyboard, but who, I noticed it was there. Who was it? I'll get on and have to tell them hi. Oh wait, no, I did respond. Uh, it was somebody talking about how Jerkin is no longer in the translate, so I translated oh, no. Jerkin. No, no Jerkin. Yeah, I, I proved take... to him that you can still jerk it. You you just have to auto translate it manually now, but that's a lot of work to jerk it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if if anything's been clear in life, it doesn't matter how much work it takes to jerk, everyone oh. will still jerk their 
there. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. Like I logged out to my mules and stuff since then. Now we're gonna have to put out a you know a, a calling all cars here. Who was an the ABV guy? ABV on the guy talking about jerking. <laughs> I, need, I need an ABV on the jerking. That's good. This guy, he might be off. He might have logged off. Jerkin's off. Uh, yeah, I, th I think we're about good. <laughs> he's, he'd be good. he's having a jar of pickles. He's jerking his jerkin. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you. I guess Fox, give us the old send off here. Yeah, sure. Later, guys.